We are brought to you by Boss Bears Supplements. That's Boss Bears Supplements at bossbears.co. Hard work, consistency, and determination are difficult to sustain when your mind and body can't keep up. Fuel your body with what it needs to perform like a boss. Whether you're closing deals, pitching a new business idea, or training in the gym, Boss Bears take your hustle to the next level. Our ingredients are the highest quality with potency and serving sizes that are the gold standard in the industry. Check out all of Boss Bears products at bossbears.co. They have apple cider vinegar gummies. They have ashwagandha. They have all kinds of supplements in delicious gummy form. They also have them in pill form if you don't want the gummies. I prefer the gummies. They are delicious, and I've tried the apple cider vinegar. They are very good. Uh, use code Nikki at checkout to save 10%. That's bossbears.co, code Nikki. We are brought to you by Clout Power Supplements. Uh, that's K-L-O-U-T-P-W-R.com. Uh, so here I have the uh, protein, the cravings protein from Clout. Uh, this one is the salted caramel. This is some of the best protein that I've ever had in my life. It's actually delicious. Um, I, I like the salted caramel and the cinnamon swirl are my two favorites. Uh, also, their pre-workouts are amazing. So they have the Karma Nootropic pre-workout. It's a nootropic and focused pre-workout. It's a lower stimulant formula, zero itch formula. It has four trademark ingredients and it's fully has fully dosed ingredients. Uh, so far, I, the Arctic Cherry is probably my favorite of the Karma pre-workout. Also, try the Nero Aminos from them. And also the High Stimulant Mamba is some of my favorite too. And I really like the Arctic Cherry of that one. So go to cloutpower.com and use code Nikki to save 15%. K-L-O-U-T-P-W-R.com. Code Nikki to save 15%. All right, everybody, welcome to the Nikki Free Podcast. I am here once again with one of our favorite guests, uh, Eddie Lowry. And uh, Eddie, how are you, man? Oh, man, I'm, I'm overwhelmed and overjoyed to be here as always. Um, first of all, thank you for having me again. It's always great to come back and just catch up with you, man. Yes, sir. It's a, I appreciate you being here, man. So we're, we're getting this podcast thing rolling again. Uh, so I think you've always been one of the you know really steady guests. So it's uh, good to have you here, man. Wouldn't miss it. Yeah. Um, so also, uh, I I was gonna say congratulations on uh, you and your wife are pregnant right now. Yes. So yes. Thank you, sir. I that, appreciate that. Yeah, dude. That's pretty sick. So uh, that that's uh, you've been uh, wanting to be a dad for a while, huh? I think I wanted to be a dad since when I figured out that you could be a dad. Yeah. Being a dad is something that. It's 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 not like anything that you would, you know, you, you think about. Oh my God, who am I going to be when I grow up? Am I going to be a police officer, a firefighter, I'm a doctor? Do I, am I going to be a stay-at-home bum? You know, you, you don't never really know right. what you want to be when you grow up. But um, no. there's something that we can all be if, as as men, we can, um, you know, if we have the right partner, if if life lines up all right, we can be, we can create life. And I don't think right. there's anything more beautiful than the idea of doing that. Of saying, hey, this is my thing, my beautiful thing to mold and sculpt into someone much better than I was. Right. So I can tell it, hey, this is where my parents screwed up at. Yeah. And this is where I screwed up as a child. I want to 
see if I can maybe have you as my child not make the same mistakes I made or avoid and avoid the parenting disasters that my parents have made as well. Right. Give them like a better uh, setup than, I don't know. It's weird. Like you're almost trying to like, um, you know, in your own life, you're trying to get better all the time. So you're better than you were 10 years ago. You're, but now you actually even want your offspring to be, you want to like keep uh, teaching them better, you know, so that like along, you know, somewhere down the line, I don't know. There, I feel like there is something about that, you know, like, um, I don't know. I feel like you always want to like, make your parents proud too. You know what I mean? Like, yes. and they weren't perfect and then you wanted to be better than them. And then you want to, I don't know, have your kids be better than that even still. So absolutely, man. And yeah. it's just like you said right there, I was listening to, to ET say that there was um, everybody, every single year, you know, you're always upgrading everything in your life. You want a new car, you want a new iPhone, you want, you want the, you got, I bet you got the newest iPhone. You cannot wait for the next one to come out for the newest double tap the screen in this corner and see what happens. Are we upgrading our lives? Is the real question here. Right. What, yeah, what yeah. are you doing to improve yourself? Are you consistently waking up? Are you trying to improve your physical image so you can look at yourself in the mirror with body positivity, not just saying the words body positivity, right, but actually right. physically looking in the mirror saying, I'm proud of who I am mm -hmm. inside and out. That's a very rare quality for human beings to have, especially in the fitness industry. We get by dysmorphia and all these weird things that us come associated with positive growth. We, we also right. have this very dark side that we, we hide and we don't talk about where we judge ourselves for our, our shortcomings when they're really mm -hmm. not shortcomings. We're just a work in progress. But right. how many people forget the, oh my goodness, I want this person to be better than me. And But but what are we doing to ourselves to really set that standard? So that's, that's something that I've really been asking myself a lot lately. How mm -hmm. am I personally improving? Am right. I... Am I bettering myself physically, financially, emotionally, spiritually, sexually, every, everything? Am I being yeah. better? If I'm not being better in a certain category, I that's where I start to feel those those negative feelings because I wonder what type of man am I going to be yep. for the the future generation right. um, in, in my household. Like right. Me and my wife, we've, we've created this beautiful thing. We don't cheat on each other. We try not to argue or yell at each other. We try to be very respectful and just talk out our problems because most of our issues in life come from outside, not from between me and her. I don't right. go out there and try to, you know, offend her or piss her off and she doesn't do the same thing to me. We just mm -hmm. love each other. Mm -hmm. And we're not always going to get it right, but I imagine how do we dude, create that's the next be generation, man. Like, yeah, cuz I'm single, so I'm like I you know, and I always think of that there's like every once in a while you meet somebody that's like makes you think like okay, I could not be single and then you know, but then there's so many options, you know, like with you, you got like Tinder and all this stuff. And it's like, it just none of it seems like, how did you, how do you even know when it's the right one, dude? Like, oh, that's probably tough. But. There, well, there is, there is, my story is we, we started very young and we knew, we knew, we, we started with a friendship mm -hmm. um, and that friendship, there was something unique about it. I felt in, in my heart and emotionally, but this is my, this is my circumstance. It might not apply to everybody, but I felt something sucking at me. Yeah. At all times, and it was like later down the road, I didn't realize this that that feeling, uh, like I, I felt nervous mm -hmm. all the time that if I didn't make this relationship work, I would regret it later in life. Right. I, I felt a feeling of foresight. So it took work. It, it took work, yeah. but but it also took 
me under, understanding like am, is this worth giving up on just because my life circumstances are difficult right is that, am I gonna let that impede my relationship no so you had almost become a better version of you just to make the relationship work I a hundred percent I needed to because I was I wasn't a great person when I when I met her and right she she made me a better person and I, I there's not words I hear that a lot actually like with people when they're with somebody it actually like they made them a better person you know it's like so I think that's probably a good sign. Well, you know? for you, man, I would say that hey, you 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 be single until you decide. Hey, I don't I don't think I want to live life alone anymore. Yeah, and, and, then you, and then you try and right relationships or love are like you you and your partner are on two different fucking planets, completely separate. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what's going on in their planet in their world until right. you create that baseline, start a friendship. And then that friendship develops into something very strong. If you don't have a, a strong foundation, yeah. a, a building will be easily knocked off by an earthquake. A death in the family could cause somebody to spiral into depression, and they don't feel comfortable opening up with you. Right. And then you don't. Then you lose your your relationship because they don't. They're grieving and they don't know how to process it. So mm-hmm. love, I think it really does find you. You don't really find it. That's yeah. You just that show them like... you stop looking for it, man. So just. As long as you're not looking for love, it'll show up. Yeah, that's what I, I figured that out a lot. Yeah, yeah. You just don't look for it. Like you, you know, it's cheesy, but they always say you just work on yourself. Yeah. You know, brother. you put, you love yourself, you work on yourself, and then it'll come to you. But yeah, it's, you know, the other thing I noticed though is like, when you are trying to date or like looking around, it's like so many red flags nowadays. It's like, how do you even find somebody that's, I don't know. We're in a weird spot in society where like not everybody even really wants to like settle down or have kids or like, no. you know, there's too many options. Like, Hey, I got my, they got their only fans go, you know, it's like, there's, there's so many, there's so many options, man. And, and I think that's what it makes it very difficult for me to see all my friends struggle with. Yeah. And, uh, as we grow older, you know, often our hearts grow colder because we we're scared of living alone. Right. It becomes a very real fear. And it's not, it's not shameful or corny or stupid to say that. It's a real fear that I had for a lot of my years as, as a child. Am I ever going to heal from my parents' you know, yes. horrible divorce and, and the drama and then the relationship issues, my real dad, my stepdad, what's going on? Like, it, I was ner- very nervous. And so, right. I, so I, as soon as I found somebody right, I wanted to latch on to that. But it's hard to do that in this day and age because there's so many people who think that their value is in outside attention instead of their own instead of placing their own you know value on themselves mm-hmm. like like what i said earlier about looking in the mirror and seeing who you are for yourself and there's a lot of people who do not know how to treat men and treat women there's right you, you don't need to put somebody on a pedestal just because of their you know their their gender or whatever the hell mm-hmm. but you have to talk to somebody like they're a, a human being on the same platform as you and yep. for us to to even have even table those conversations you can't look at this person as oh well, I can't wait to just have sex and then and then if and then leave. If we if we keep moving as a That's society for like the temporary any temporary stuff doesn't work. No, not at all. But and I don't want to, I don't want to speak too candidly. But you know, there's no, but that's what it is right now. It's like hookup culture. It's like hook, hookup culture. You end up feeling saying. shitty. It doesn't work. You know, it's like you know what uh, Little Wayne said. After I, as soon as I come, I come to my senses. <laughs> well, that's a tr- yeah, yeah. It's a scary. It's a that's scary a bad thought. one too. They call that post nut clarity. Post nut clarity. That's yeah, what they call. Yeah, post nut clarity. <laughs> post nut clarity. That's why you. Uh, I think as you get older, you know not to make that mistake. So like you're like really careful before you hook up with someone because you're like I don't want to feel like that. You want it to be 
at least if it's not going to be a long-term thing, you want it to at least be mutual and fun and like you both like each other. You don't want that thing where you're just like trying to get a fix, like a drug, and you just like you find whatever drug you can get, and then afterwards you completely regret it, and you're like disgusted with yourself. I think people, I think a lot of people have that story. I think that you know, that is like, something, and that's girls and guys it's, where, it's where they'll hook up with somebody because they were just like maybe they felt a little lonely and they had a moment of weakness or something, and then you hook up with someone that you really didn't want to, and afterwards you're just like, oh. Why did I do that? No regrets, right? Yeah, but you can't regret it. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Move on. As long as you didn't get a disease or something, you're oh. good. Like, and that, that that's a that's a huge scary thing. That everything that you just mentioned is so is so bother. It makes me worry about everybody else around me that are that are single that are having you know hookups and stuff because where's the where where is your where, where are you really happy? Is my is like my my friends they've been the friends they. They go out every every chance they get. They smash, and then they're like, "Man, you know, I wish I had something like you and your wife have." And <laughs> yeah, I'm, and I'm I'm not saying that that's not the path to find it because I'm it not, could it, it could you yeah, could yeah, find yeah. it. But what are you doing that really makes you happy? My biggest one of my main concerns in this day and age is, and not to to shame people that that have OnlyFans because I think any way to get money is 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 better than selling drugs on the streets. And, and pipping out fentanyl to these people. Right, right, you know? right. So That's not, a huge not, So I'm never going to sit here and say that selling pictures of your body and being proud of yourself right. is, is an inappropriate way to make money. Go get your money, girl and guy. Yeah, girl. yeah, yeah. Go go, go get your money. I'm not, I'm not here to knock you, but how many people are l- growing up in a culture where they pour money into people on OnlyFans? You know, it's sad. Whack it or, or, or flip the yeah. bean or whatever, and then, the, and then afterwards, like, what do you have? You just lost money. Yeah. On a not not real encounter, a sexual yep. encounter, you didn't even actually have an, any human connection with somebody. Mm. And I think that human connect con- connection and just the connectivity, like even us being in the same room talking, that's why podcasts are so interesting. I know, yeah, because that's why this is fun, a connection. Dude. Human beings need to be connected. Right. If we spend all of our time doing this, you know, scrolling on social media or, or obsessing this when our partner's right next to us. Yep. Yep. Or when our friends are right next to us, instead of putting the phone down and saying, "I want some real human connection." It is wild, dude. You'll like, uh, you know, you'll be with your friends or uh, girlfriend or whatever, watch a movie or something, and you're both on your phones, and it's like. So you're watching a screen and you're on another screen and then you, you know there's no you're not really putting any time into each other you know I, like, I catch myself doing that and it, and it really yeah. I get really mad at myself my wife's like you seem grumpy sometimes and I'm like yeah I I, I, I I it's hard for me to admit why all the time when I get frustrated with myself but I get frustrated with myself so often right. when I'm squandering opportunities like I was I was stationed across the country from her for four fucking years yep and. I deployed and all these things, and I missed her every single second of, of my time away from her. Right. And here I am, years later, so comfortable on my phone next to her when I could yeah. be like, when I could just be like holding her, you know, hearing her heartbeat is is the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. Hearing she's carrying my child, she's carrying my fucking. That's child. gonna be weird because now you got a little heartbeat in there. You're a little too, heartbeat right? in there yeah, too. Yeah. Like who who am I? And I feel ashamed for like right now. This is like even saying this is reminding me of how. It, it's crazy the things we take for granted. Oh, 100%. And human yeah. connection is so important. If we, if we like, forgo that, we're going to lose our sense of... It is the most body. important thing, and it's right there, and, and we're... I always wonder what keeps us from that. It is weird. Like, you know, people almost get make it like a... Because I've gotten older now, so I'm, like, much more, like... I really do not give a fuck, you know? Like, and it's like... 
and I said that when I went home, I was with my family and it really, really was really good because it reminded me that I have these people who love me no matter what, right? 100%. So being with my family gave me the strength of like, you know, I just don't feel as scared and maybe I should feel more scared of like, maybe I say the wrong thing or I get canceled or I do. It gave me this real like, Reassurance. Feeling of like, I can be honest because it doesn't matter. I could like say the wrong thing, get canceled, get like, you know, offend somebody, whatever here. And it wouldn't matter because I still have my family and friends back home that no matter what, they're going to love me. You know what I mean? So it was like, so it kind of made me like a little bit more like, you know what? Why don't you like, don't self-censor yourself as much. You know, obviously I have a business, I have clients, so I need to like, be aware that, and I don't want to just be a, an asshole either, but I've gotten much more like, if there's something I believe in, you know, and it's the truth and it's honest, I'm like, I'm going to say it, you yes. know, like, you know, and not just like go up and unsolicited advice people No, And I don't even care what people do. Like, but if I'm going to post something that is something honest and true and it happens to offend you, like that's your problem, not mine. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, and I think more people actually need to do that. I think that might be how we fix society. Like, well, you, you, there's this really interesting thing that's happening right now. Every each and every second of every day in the United States of America and in other countries, because right. of people who deploy and people who show up in the dark and do things to horrible people who try to censor people, right? And who who won't let people have a voice, who won't let women speak out of turn without the living shit getting beaten out of them, mm-hmm. and and they they can't speak. They have no voice. They, right. All their power is gone. You know, in in our country here, we think we we see so much good. We forget how bad it can get. Right. There are people each and every second of every day for the past, I don't even know how long, since probably since I would say since the inception of our nation, who have done horrible things to people who will openly terrorize, destroy, and and harm others just so they can feel a sense of power, so they can feel a sense of comfortability. Now, those same people have died, killed, seen their brothers and sisters die and killed some more and mm-hmm. died some more and bled a whole lot just so you and me can sit in this room right and, and for 15 to an hour or whatever granted, yeah. we can we can sit here and speak whatever we want and no one can yeah. take that away from us because we have this amazing thing in our country called the first amendment we can, i think that's why i'm so scared about first amendment because it seems like right now people do not give a fuck about it and mm-hmm. i don't i don't think they know what they're doing i don't think they realize where that goes no like, we have to speak truth and we nope. have to we have to have open dialogue about things i might i might say you know what i think people with brown hair are fucking stupid and they're and they're horrible and they're, yeah and you, and you can, can be like that. People with brown hair aren't stupid. Yeah. You're stupid. But you- me silencing you wouldn't solve any problem. No. You know, it wouldn't get, you know what I mean? That's like, the, well, like they always say it's like the answer to bad speech is good speech. So yes. like, that's the only thing. But it's not shutting down the bad speech because who's to say, who gets to decide what the bad speech is and what the good speech is? You don't want it to be the government. I'll tell you that right well, now. That's the problem. There's so, way too much trust in these, like this daddy, daddy government will just take care of me. It will not. I don't want to be an adult. You know, it's weird. We have this thing in our society, this word adulting, and we all hate this idea of like adulting. And it's like, actually, we need to start embracing the idea that we should become adults. Yes. And we should have like responsibility for our lives. And with that comes responsibility. But people don't want it. So they're like, oh, I just want the government to take care of me. And I just never want to grow up and play video games and be a kid for the rest of my life. 
And if I have to do anything that's even remotely like uncomfortable or not fun, it's, oh, this is adulting. Adulting sucks. It's like, no, that's just life. That's your responsibility. This life you should be happy you can do that. Yeah. You I would rat. I heard this really good quote. And I think it was actually like somebody repeating what Robert F. Kennedy said. And he was like talking about like there's worse fates than death. And I think one of them would be living in this thing where they just tell us everything to do. They give, we have no rights. Here's your job, Eddie. This is what you're assigned to. We, Sounds like North Korea. You know, that's what I'm saying, dude. I think that's what freaks me out about like when people get really like too trusting in like the elite powers and the government and stuff. And it's like, you think that believing them, giving your trust to them is going to lead to some happy, good life where like everything's free and you get to do whatever you want. That's not what it's going to lead to. It's like, it's, it's going to lead to like, this is your assigned job. Oh, you don't want to do it? Well, you're dead now. Like, that's what it's going to lead to. You know, like. There's been things that have popped up over the over the past, I would say, like eight years. I've seen a major uptick in certain phrases that are used. Yeah. Um, fascism has been used a lot. Yeah. Um, calling people Nazis has been used a lot. Yeah. Um, villainizing people for political gain has happened. There's just plain old smear campaigns. Mm -hmm. And we also have seen a major in uptick in people starting to believe the nonsense that the news puts out there. I think Kanye West said it himself in a track on Watch the Throne. He said, um, grab your kids, watch a movie, because ain't nothing on news but the blues. There yeah. could not be anything more true about that. If you spend all your time listening to people who get paid for ad revenue spew the most negative stuff yeah. without any repercussions, if they're wrong, they might release a, a corrective ad thing later like, like oh i messed up That's oh not true. they barely ever correct they, themselves never correct they pretend them. well we just we ne they don't ever go back and say we were wrong never they kind of slowly change what they say mm -hmm. once it's, they realize they're wrong but they never go back and be like you know what we got that wrong you know like well, it, it's crazy you know we, we've gone we've seen this major and i'm not i'm not a big fan of of donald trump we've seen a huge there's for for years there was this focus on this guy mm -hmm. on the news across all Mainstream media, like yeah. even Fox, which I guess is like for a super. Which worked against them because they didn't want him to win, and it probably well, helped him win. They just know, like. spewed just nothing but negative about him, right? And people, the whole narrative around the country was he was was this guy who I've never met. I don't know him, like he, that he's that he's bad. And you'd hear people saying just what they heard on the news instead of doing research. For well, themselves. they created a caricature of him that is not real. I think. I think. I think that's I don't, a dangerous thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, people have this idea of who that guy is that I think is nothing representative of who he actually is. I, I mean, I think they do that a lot. You know, they, you they create a caricature, and it's like... So, like, they, they basically think this dude is, like, this evil Nazi, and he's totally trying to turn us into some, like, fascist dictatorship. Fascist like, dictatorship. I'm like, I think that's already happening right now. I, <laughs> You know, it's like... I don't know, dude. It's it's weird. I did. Um, I think what was the quote? Somebody said, "Oh, there's a guy named Jimmy Dore. He's a, he's like an independent journalist and stuff, and he goes hard if you ever watch his stuff. But he's like, we shouldn't be mad at the people who voted for Donald Trump. We should be mad at the system that caused them to be so desperate that they would vote for a game show host. You know, so like that's who you should be mad. The elite fucking." powers who are in charge of our government that made people that desperate that the only option that they saw fit was Donald Trump to well, save them. Well, I, I've had this, that same emotion towards people who voted for the current 
sitting president of the United States. I mean, we're talking about the same guy who sat yeah. there on national television and said, if you don't know whether to vote for me or Trump, then you ain't black. You ain't black. Yeah. What type? At what? At what level? Like, I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't like sitting here and, well, and just being a, a random black guy or whatever. But at what point do us as black people say maybe we should start demand? Killer Mike said it. We need to start demanding. To you have to earn the vote. Right. The power only stays inherent in the people where you earn. You make people earn the vote. You can't sit. You have to sit there with your whole community. It starts at the lower level. It starts right. at the lower level. You get everybody, community leaders. You say, "Listen, these are the things we want. Let's all get together, have a town hall meeting." That doesn't happen anymore, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have a town hall community meeting at a church where the government can't harass us because we have, you know, different different things that protect churches. Yes. A place of gathering, and we sit there and have a discussion. What are the things that we need for our area to prosper, regardless of our race, religion, creed, sexual orientation, whatever? Yeah. Now, now we have that. All right. Who are these people who want to to want our vote? Tell them to come and meet us here at our town hall meeting, and we're gonna have an open, right. honest conversation. And I'm not seeing a whole lot of open, honest conversation. I'm seeing a lot of politicians who have been in politics their whole career who have nothing. They know nothing about what it's like to be us. Right. And they sit there and they just and uh, they take, don't. They're they take, very they out of touch. Very they out of touch. Selected questions from the from the same news organizations that are just uh, just putting up whatever they want. They take, and, that, and, that's who's, so, and that's who we're supposed to watch? Well, and I do think the that... the town hall meetings? You know, I think that might even be one of the reasons why Trump was so successful. Because, like, whether you like him or not, like, he is in touch with, like, what regular people are thinking. You know what I mean? That's why he's so good at, like, getting people to like him. Dude, he says so some like, stuff that makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, like, he's in touch. He's, like, with the modern culture where, like you said, most politicians are so out of touch that it's ridiculous. Old senile. Nancy Pelosi... The, well, Joe yeah. Biden? You mean the same guy well, he's who pushed like, the crime bill? Right. The even 90, before he was, when the he was. The crime bill? Even when he had his brain, yeah, he wasn't a great guy. He, like, that's the thing. It's he, weird. You talk about the three strike rules? You talk, Yeah. Especially for African-American. like up black people? You know what? The, you one other point. Kamala. <laughs> you know, one other point I was going to say about what you said is it's like, and when are they going to like treat like let black people be individual human beings yes instead of lumping you so like well if you ain't black you ain't voting for if you ain't black or if you're not voting for me you ain't black and it's like so you're basically saying all black people are just a caricature and they always vote democrat and they always think they all think the same like that's actually racist what he said isn't it like horribly racist and it you know there's some some guy this guy I've 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 seen him all over the place lately Vivek Ramas I can't Ramaswamy it's Vivek it rhymes with Kate okay Vivek all Vivek right. yeah so him he's he, my boy he's, I love Vivek he he said some really interesting thing he said that the American people can handle the truth we need to start speaking it we need to start having open dialogue and conversation and censorship is not what's gonna take our country back for the people right not for not for a government mm-hmm. not from I'm not saying let's revolt and and you know fuck things up I'm not saying that. But no, we're not there we yet. Can, we can we can solve a lot of our problems just by having a conversation. You can disagree with a lot of what I'm going to say, but I still want to hear what you think, what's in your heart. You know, you're you're a person who has value. You you have feelings and, and concerns. You have a family, I'm sure. I'm sure you'd want the future generations to have something to hold on to. It starts right. with conversations, and we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to agree, but one thing we can do is is have nuanced conversations, bring information to the table, disagree. Have open and honest debates about things we don't we don't agree upon, mm-hmm. or we can say, hey, you know, it was nice, but I don't want to talk to you because which you is really hard to do. 
But actually, Vivek's really good at that. It's 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 alarming. Being able to sit across from somebody without getting elevated, he stays calm, you know. And I've seen people do this. I actually watched, uh, and I think it's probably a topic me and you don't want to get into because like we probably don't know enough about it or like I mean I don't at all. But uh, they had uh, what is it? Uh, Wasim Yosef, I think his name is. He's like a uh, a Palestinian John Stewart, basically. Okay. He was, it's weird, he's a crazy story. So, like, he was actually a, uh, like, a surgeon, but his dream was, like, he loved Jon Stewart, and he wanted to, like, do that, but, like, in his country, which is unheard of, because, like, they don't let people talk like that. So, obviously, he eventually got, like, kicked out of his what, country. What, what country? Um, well, I th- he's Palestinian, I believe, so I'd have to do some research. So because I don't... there's, like, a, man, okay. So, he started doing the Jon Stewart thing, which was, like, you know, hey, criticizing his government, but you can't do that in those like well, countries. The, the over government there. in in specifically in Gaza, you yeah. know, we don't have a normal government like we'd see in in other countries. Sadly, yeah, we have a government that's controlled by a terrorist organization, yeah. called Hamas. Yes, yes, and, and that's what they. Very, but it was him separate, and a, him and a Jewish guy had this conversation, and I was like, it was crazy that they were able to without getting more elevated than they did. I was mm-hmm. like. Because it was heated, but I was like, good on them. There's a lot to, when when people are dying, there's so much emotion that comes to us as human beings. There's nothing great about war. The war that's happening over there, it's horrible. It, it's horrible. Babies dying. Mothers horrible. dying. Adults dying. Anybody dying. And not, not just dying, it's like it's like rape and pillage. I mean, rape it's and like, pillage. it's literal terrorism. That's, the, that's what terrorism means. It's like, not just what you're doing is to hurt people. You want also to literally terrorize people that didn't get hurt, just that watch it, that it's that horrible. That's like... And, the, and it's, it's horrible, dude. I mean, if you look at... I'm not sitting here saying that that um, anyone over there uh, from 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 Israel is doing a positive thing because I'm, I'm not over there. I'm not over there to... Wit- I'm not witnessing what's going on. Right. And, and the response I've heard of is... There, there could be propaganda. I could get bad information, so I don't want to speak on that. But one thing I can say is... Same. When, when you're dealing with terrorism... There are so many. How do I approach this? As a, as, a, as a person who's making decision, there's a well, lot of a lot of part, parts come in, and it's extremely complex. You can't fight terrorism necessarily in a, in a nice way, and it, it's hard to, to right. tiptoe around. And I think that was who, one who, of the points. Who, that, how do you, you know, know who's actually a terrorist and who's not? Is is, is a crazy question that Tim Kennedy brought up in a oh, podcast. Man, that guy. Can you tell me someone that looks like they're in Al Qaeda? Al Qaeda. Some of what now? Can you describe someone that's from uh, Al Qaeda? Oh no, no, I couldn't. because it's yeah, an what idea. I don't know. It's a, it's an I mean, yeah, I could come up with some super racist, like over the top, fucking like fake character that would be something on South Park or something. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, but like, but no, you couldn't fucking tell in real because life because it, it's yeah. someone's ideology, and it's hard to say, yeah. oh, this person's not, this person is. Let's shoot this person because you, know, you well, can't. that's what freaks me out when you see real terrorism, and then when you see people like our government calling people over here domestic terrorists that are really just some fat guy that went to a fucking rally. You know, like <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that guy is not a terrorist. That's like <laughs> he just got caught up in some shit that he shouldn't have. You know, was on the wrong message boards. Next thing you know, he's in the fucking capital. You know, Dude, like oh man, that ain't a terrorist. That's different. Like a domestic terrorist. 
Someone who shoots up a school. That's a domestic that's a terrorist. That's a fucking domestic terrorist. Yeah. You know what we should do to people like that? Yeah. Don't don't waste your time. Not a fucking... Swack them. Not some fucking MAGA 40-year-old mom some that 40, just happened 40 to... 40-year-old mom. I believe in this and I'm going to the Capitol. I can't wait to go around yeah. with President Trump. It's like, no, I'm sorry. That's just not the domestic same Domestic terrorism? I saw, I saw someone... Um, there was an uh, a image and... For all the gun people out there, would would love this. These moments are hilarious. Someone had a holster, a leather holster, and yeah. the gun was facing on her right hip, okay. and, the, and the gun was facing the wrong way. Like you're gonna reach across your body and grab it like this, pull it up, get it out to where you can index it without 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 flagging your own elbow, and then draw it on the target. So that's like gun comedy. <laughs> this is gun. That's comedy, like stuff right? if you know about something and somebody else is doing something funny. Like only the people really in the know realize how funny it and is. And she had the you mega hat on. I'm like, like, are these are these are these your? Are, is this your king? Are these, wow. are these the domestic And if, if they were really about? trying to take over, they would have brought their guns with them, and nobody really had guns. I'll you tell you. I'll tell like, you what. There are a lot of people in our country who understand the importance of violence and choose to avoid it because right. to be a, a a responsible gun owner, right? I'm not saying that I'm I'm a super what do they call it? now ultra mega. I'm not no ultra mega person out here. No, um, but to well, be that's a, not what I'm saying either. No, no, no. <laughs> but to be a responsible gun owner, you have to understand that the last thing you want to ever do is put lead into a human yeah. being, right? Because that's a life on the other right. side of that. It's somebody's mother, yeah. they're, they're somebody's kid. You know. That's what it's I'm saying. Lot. It wasn't like we're going to go take down the government because a lot of people on the right do like guns. So if they were really trying to take over the government, I think they would have brought their guns. With it would have been a it would have been, been a, a different story. Yeah. It would have been a horrible thing if people were actually stormed the Capitol with firearms. Yes. And and tried to remove yes. life of the peace. The this was officers. a this was a rally that went wrong. You know that's like that's what I think. So. Well, there at, at some we I think they I think they released all the footage or whatever. Yeah. I was watching some of the videos and people are walking, yeah. escorted by the police Capitol police, on a red carpet between right. the things. Through wow. the halls of the building, I'm like, this looks like a guided tour to me. Yeah. I don't know, but there well, are there are people who were rioting there, and yeah, I'm there not, were bad people there. there. Trust there me, people. I agree too. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say it's all good in the hood or whatever. But, no, I wouldn't. I don't want to like condone that or anything. But the people but. in the who cannot walk, who were in wheelchairs, rolling through there after using the ADA ways of getting inside the building, like, yeah. like I don't know, like ADA, maybe that maybe they used the elevators and going through it. In, in their in their wheelchair, just, just yeah. rolling. Are these the domestic terrorists you're talking That's about? That's what I'm saying, dude. How it's many like, how many years are they getting locked up? You try. They're trying to get a lot of traction out of this one <sighs> thing, and it's not. Hold it's, people accountable for what they've done, not yeah. not some people for just being there. I mean, guilty by association. Well, also you got to think there was a lot of probably entrapment. There was probably people on message boards, FBI agents stirring up shit. You know what I mean? Like, hey, that's like that happens, dude. It, you know, it, like. It, we have we have literal TV shows about it, and there is documents that have been leaked over the years about the government being involved in different things. Yeah, it would not. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it would not surprise me right. if there was at some level any. It could have been a rogue agent. It could have been just somebody that didn't care well, about the job that was like, "Hey, come on in, guys." Yeah, but and think about it. Our, knows, no, man. but our, our FBI would be a shitty FBI if they weren't doing that. Oh God! You don't. No, no, you don't get to say it. like. You got to think like the actual. Chances that they weren't doing that is like extremely high. Well, no, I mean the chances that the FBI wasn't doing that would mean that our FBI sucks because I'm sure like 
the reason we don't get a lot of terrorism is because they probably are doing undercover shit all the time 100%. online. So they should be doing that is what I'm saying. I, I, I you know, and you. not doing that like, hey, I want to stir up the regular population and get them in trouble. That's wrong if they actually did if, that. If, but I'm saying like they should be embedded in like any little thing that comes up on the internet that might pop. I mean, if you're going to be watching us and surveilling us all the time, you better be making sure like we're safe at least. I, I really do. Like when, when it, when it, like let's look at this from a from a a protection of our government assets right area. When we look at a very large group of people amassed outside of a uh, any government meeting, it yep. may turn south. Yeah, and I'm not saying that everyone showed up there to, to subvert the system that we have here in our democratic republic that is no. protecting other people's rights, but for us to maintain a system of democracy. And to protect our constitutional republic that we have here, that's based off of, you know, the American values, we need to make sure that our assets are protected. If right. a big group showed up there, and there was, we almost and, should and have FBI it, agents. In we there, should have you know, FBI like, agents yeah. everywhere, but don't don't be a pol the Capitol police officer that goes like this on well, video. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's video, what makes it wrong. Don't be the guy that goes, "Come on in." I yeah, actually that's not think a good idea. I actually think like the FBI would be doing a good job if they have agents like embedded in places where people don't know they are, so they could protect, like you said, maybe they'll our catch assets. more self traffickers. But the problem is if they actually saw an opportunity to make it worse, so that they could use it politically. That's what I would have a problem with. I would. Definitely and there's have definitely that some evidence to say that that might have happened. There may, there may or may not be yeah. some, uh, some, yeah. some. Inf some information that's out there about that and um and they think not, that's I'm, gonna come out later like we might people might be horrified that we're saying this right now but i bet in a year or so it won't months, it won't months. be even that big of a thing because it'll come out yeah <laughs> i think like, that every time well i'm not saying every time but a majority of these conspiracies that show up i'm not talking about alex jones i hate okay? the word conspiracy though but it usually means because like give it six to twelve months that's what i'm saying dude it's like not even conspiracies it's like I don't know. You can say the truth, and it's like you're a conspiracy theorist in 2024. Or we can just see stuff that that would make us think that could be used, could be uh, evidence to us that this this is truth. Right, right. And and you know we, we can always be that. wrong too. I'm fine with being wrong. And you know, be, let me know I'm wrong so I can be right, please. But the thing is, like, you have a right to be wrong. Yeah. That's what the U.S. is, dude. So we can say stuff and be wrong, and that's our right. Like, what's really crazy is that I think we have an outdated policing system for for domestic terrorists we have outdated policing system for people who look to actually subvert the system in our, right. in our country and it's not not and, and it's at the legislative level not at the, the oh i got this new smartphone technology and i can listen to, i i it wouldn't be surprising me if there's people that were able to listen to my phone right now i mean well they definitely are they definitely are so so I, yesterday i was at work at the bar and i was talking to my buddy tyler and we're joking around about like i'm like shit dude i was like you know i'm just kidding i'm like I'm like, if you want to get healthy, I was like, all you got to do is just eat really high protein, cut out the sugar. I'm like, get on them Zen pouches and take a lot of caffeine. I'm like, you'll be uh, lean in no time, you know, and I'm kidding, you know. So I was talking about caffeine and nicotine. And like two seconds later, I get this ad for some brand of fucking like caffeine nicotine pouches on my phone. And I'm like, so if you, that if, was fast. If a, if a government, so if, if Google and, and Apple and all these companies can just do that yeah. based off of what you say. Well, dude, Google's bad. What about the government? I mean, 
The government right. can, do, can, do, can do great things. The government can also do – a small government can do a lot of great things because it, the power represents for the people. We have a lot of bureaucrats who will say that and advocate for things that do intrude on our, our privacy. At the same time, if we didn't, would we, would we catch the small amount? Would the U.S. Marshals be able to capture the sex, the sex predators out there, the, ch- right. the people who are peddling child pornography out there? Right. That's not something that's usually dealt with at a at a local police department level or at a sheriff department level. Right. Because those are task forces with federal funding that are able to use that technology to that to do that. And there's nothing more important in this day and age than protecting the youth. When I was a kid, you know, I've, I've said it before, and I'll, I'll, I'll try to be pretty open about it now because I've gone through a lot of healing. But being preyed upon as a child by, yeah. by a pedophile is the most disgusting, abhorrent thing that could ever happen to somebody and it took me a lot of years to heal from that shit oh yeah dude there's a we gotta keep kids safe man i mean i we had a priest that was like that i'm pretty sure like you know what i mean and and there i've heard so many like like that stuff happens more than you think you know what i mean and it kills me man because like And, and it happens to girls boys everybody like everybody it's not. It's not a girl. Just a girl issue. Or no. Just pedophiles are gonna and pedophile. And like men don't it. talk about it either. That's. It's. It's. Uh, yeah. It hurts me that the guys feel that it's. It's shameful for us to talk about something that we're. There's nothing weak about saying that you've been abused. No. Sean Strickland, that went on a podcast with Theo Vaughn and talked about it, and yeah. I thought it was the most. It was. It was one of the most beautiful moments. We have an MMA fighter who is. He, he can definitely be an asshole and he has some views right. that I don't, I don't fuck with at all, right? I don't fuck with dehumanizing people and, and calling people fags and stuff like that. It's, it's horrible language that he's used. Right, 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 right. In front but of he maybe world. has a, 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 a reason that he hates that kind of people. You know, and, and if it, something it, ha- he, he's lumping them in with he's the. He's lumping the, them in the, with. with, with, with he, so he's lumping gay people in with somebody who happened to be an abuser. I would never be able to make that distinction if it wasn't for my life experience of me understanding that because in the 90s mm-hmm. uh, parents around me, I'm not going to say my parents because my parents didn't do this, but they lumped people who were into kids along with the LGBTQ right. community and yeah, it's very yeah, yeah. easy to get that for for that negative BS to be put out there to Which the is so not true. It's not yeah, true it's at not all. true at all. Pedophiles are have nothing to do with being gay has nothing it doesn't mean you like kids. Well that's what I think I said. So going back to the thing where I said I hate when the like the government just lumps like all black people together. Like, well yeah. of course you're gonna vote Democrat. If you ain't voting for me, you ain't black. I hate when they do that to LGBTQ too. Like stop assuming they all think the same fucking way and that I just hate grouping people in big groups. It's like, no, they're all individuals. Mm-hmm. So black people, LGBTQ, my any minority, they're as diverse individuals with all different Thoughts, hopes, dreams, passions, likes, dislikes that are as diverse as every other human. So can we stop fucking just assuming everybody in this group, they all think like this? No. You know, it's it's like, stop fucking doing that. That is so... Stereotypical. Well, and it is. It is racist. It's homophobic to do that. So the people that think they're the least racist and least homophobic are the most, in my opinion. I I, I would agree with you 100%. And and that's what I like. And almost worse than a straight up fucking blatant racist at yes. least you know who that guy fucking is 100 percent. then somebody's like well i have to protect you because i'm white and i means i'm better than you so i need to like walk on eggshells or, you know what i mean like someone called me i a, fucking hate that shit dude like someone called me oppressed one time uh, i'm not gonna yeah. say about i'm not gonna talk about here about what happened afterwards man but somebody called me oppressed just you're like one, bitch i'm one not time, one time i fucking lost my mind yeah like 
I can't imagine, dude. But they I do was, it. They do it to LGBTQ, uh, Asian, um, you know, like every minority. Hispanic, you know, Latins. Oh like yeah, that. Oh, they're yeah. all gonna vote Democrats. Like, how do you know that? Because I know a lot that don't think like that. I I have so many friends that just want to be left alone in this country, yeah. make a life for them and their family, get, smoke their weed, uh, shoot <laughs> yeah, their shoot too. their guns, celebrate life and right. love it and. And that, but that's like kind of feedback to what I said about Sean, man. When he said, "Okay, that yeah, get back I was, to that." I was preyed upon as a child. That saying that on a platform with a lot of people listening, right? It empowers people to say, and it, it definitely empowered me to be comfortable saying, "Hey, you know, he's not the only one it happened to." I've, I've got a bunch of friends who are preyed. I got a lot of guy friends who have serious issues right now with alcoholism, yeah, because. It stems they, from they're that. They're trying to numb that that sexual trauma that happened to them. Yep. And and now as as a guy saying that, it helps me connect on some crazy level. I'm able to connect to a woman who have who having who's had sexual trauma, and I can yeah. understand. Wow, the things you must go through on a daily basis, preyed upon. Oh yeah, yeah. Preyed, ladies are preyed upon like a piece of meat so often, right? Yeah, even more so than us, I think. More so than men, I would say. I would, um, say, I would say so because. Well, because it's men. It's men that usually are the ones that do the the preying on. Not know? always, but yes. Yeah, but, not but, all. But, yeah, we should but, say but, not always because I don't want to do the same thing. I was just saying I hate when people group everything together. Yeah. Yeah, but, but most not often, always. Yeah, yeah. But definitely most often. Statistically, and, probably way more often. Yeah, so, yeah. So I was listening to this crazy idea, and I'm like, wow. Well, if we can connect just on, on any level with somebody. And that does help connect. Yeah, yeah. We can start to heal. Well, you know another thing? So like, you, some people don't even remember that stuff because they block it out that it happened. And then another thing people do is like they will try to – some people that go through that kind of sexual trauma at a young age will – engage in like very highly sexualized lives later yes. in life because they're trying to normalize it to make it seem like it wasn't as big a deal. So they're trying to like have the same kind of sex that maybe that happened to them when they were young to make it seem like it was normal. Or to have enough sex to it's, where that memory fades Yeah, away. they're trying to wipe, wipe it out almost. Yes. It's like, yeah. So. We, can ne- we can never erase trauma. And one of my good friends said this to me, that, dude, you're never going to be okay with what happened. No, there's You're just never no, gonna be okay. Yeah. But you can live. You can choose life. And when I say choose life, I'm not talking about don't abort a baby. When I say choose life, I'm not talking about don't commit suicide, even though I, I wish I could scream that from every mountaintop. Yeah. When I say choose life, I mean choose to live. You know? Yeah. Dude. Don't you, let it define you basically. Don't let right, it define right, right. you. Yeah, yeah. Don't let your dreams die. Yeah. Don't let don't give up on life. And then I think also you'd be surprised how many people you maybe look up to who are super successful. Have, like you said, this guy was on a podcast talking about it. That opens up a door for many other people to be like, wow, but he's successful and he's not letting it ruin his life. And like, yes. so now I see a path where like, oh, I don't have to do that. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. So that's why it is helpful when people are brave enough. And I think it is bravery to talk about, like I've been lucky on this podcast, people have done that kind of thing. Talk about suicide, talk about uh, eating disorders, these things that are like very serious. And... But not in a way that is like, I need attention, I'm a victim, feel bad for me. It's more like empowering. You know what I mean? Because there is a difference. That's and, right. and it's always out of a healthy way where they're, they're talking about it in a brave way that I think helps other people that have dealt with similar things. Man. You know what I mean? You like, absolutely yeah, right. yeah. Man, you're just speaking, you're, man, you're speaking straight to my soul, my brother. And this is one of the reasons why I, I think it's very important, especially in this day and age where 
where women where women's spaces for women, where women's voices, where yeah. women's rights, you know, all these things are are a talking point for politicians. They're a, they're they're a talking point for for organizations that are that are removing the ability for protected spaces. Right. And and it's very important in this day and age to also to be an, to as men, we have to advocate for our women. I'm not saying we have to speak for them. No, no, no. I'm saying we you're have always to, good about we have that. To, we, have to, yeah. be, we have to be. We have to. I'm not saying put women on a pedestal either, because women are just they they, they can do that to themselves. They can be right. great on their own. But yes. We have to. We have to. As men, it's important for us in relationships to support our ladies as best mm-hmm. as we can. And I am a I'm a big proponent of failing at that often. Yeah, I so fail you get better very at often. It. And my wife is very gracious about how she lets me know, hey, I need this type of support from you. Mm-hmm. And and I, fuck, dude, I wish I could get it right every time. It killed me. But it's like failing is how you get better at shit. So that is like. But but I'm but I'm trying, man. But at and, least you're trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if we do that with ladies on in every way, shape, or form, we support women um, in, in gun communities. We support women uh, when it comes to. Hey, I that guy that guy is is, is starting to stare at you across from across the room, and yeah. when you walked away, he slipped something in your drink. Oh I, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I poured the drink out and I socked that motherfucker in the face. Mm-hmm. That 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 is one way to deal with it. Another way is, um, is to ask ourselves as guys, why are women doing things differently? How come all girls go to the bathroom together? Yeah. I I, I asked some some a lady this, and she said, well, so we don't get followed in by somebody. Yeah, and, that, do you know how and me and you never think that of that shit. Like I never think of that. I've never thought of that in my life. Like that's heartbreaking. I was always just like, oh, they like you know how girls are like, um, I don't know. They're always much more talking to each other. You know, like men are much more like we go in the bathroom. We don't talk to each other. Like you don't see like men like sitting like eye to eye. Like hi, how's your day? You know, like, like it's like that. But women do that. Like straight women do that with Int- each other. Intimacy. They're much more intimate with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like. Yeah, but I mean, I guess I never thought of it. It could be also a safety thing. It, they they don't want to go anywhere alone, you know. Like how many guys? If you're alone, feel something the need to do could. That? Yeah, I don't. It's like, you know, I mean, once in a while you'll feel a little vulnerable, like you're walking alone in a, you know, your parking garage or something, and you're like, but in my head, I'm always like playing like I would do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're always thinking of like what I would do if someone attacked me or some shit. Like, I've had people attack me in parking garages and stuff like that, and in parking out and. Yeah, you've spaces. dealt with actual real violence. It's not fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not fun, and I and it makes me, it makes me concerned and and scared. Yeah. For ladies in this world, because oh yeah, think about that all the time, dude. Even like my when I'm working in the bar and I have coworkers, like it's much different if I had to close the bar by myself, or if they did, you know, because like, you know, and then you add alcohol and there's creepy dudes and like, you know, I'll get in trouble, you know, for sticking up for. You know, there's sometimes where people just act a certain way and I, I'll maybe over get overprotective if I do have like a, a female coworker, any coworker really of like, Hey, you can't treat this person like this, you know, and maybe I'll like get a little overboard about it, you know, where I'm like, but it's cause I get protective or whatever. And you know, if I got a guy that's being a dick and he's sitting there drinking a fucking 15% stout, you know, and he's slamming him and he starts acting weird, like, I'm going to tell him, bro, like, you need to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you 100%. can't, like, I don't know. I feel like that goes back to uh, our society needing to learn how to be adults again, you know, like. You're right. And you know what, being an adult doesn't mean maybe you don't get drunk and you fuck up and you start acting like dumb in a bar, but 
being an adult means if you do that, you should be okay with somebody hitting you and kicking you out of the bar. I wish we could bring that back. Dude, I've been... You know what I mean? If like, I could tell... I, I don't think I, I can count because I can't... I try to forget it. I've been punched in the face quite a few times for doing horrible... Like, stupid shit. Yeah. Like, I, I've insul- and that's okay. insulted somebody and I wasn't... I wasn't like trying to, but I wasn't thinking about somebody else and... and now when I insult somebody, I, I really I really want them to understand my it. intent. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, and I, I, it, it's more well thought out. I want right. you to, I want you to understand why I don't like you. And I break Older, it down. wiser, yeah. But when you're young, yeah, we've all done that. We all said shit, stupid but. shit and got punched in the face by somebody's boyfriend for saying something rude that he didn't know was rude, but it was rude. And then you know I I I apologize. You know afterwards, yeah. like I'm not I'm not ashamed of getting punched in the face. I somebody took corrective action to correct a deficiency. I thought it. I thought it was cool to say something when it wasn't, and it, and you could see the yeah. hurt on you could see the hurt afterwards, in in the girl's eyes while I'm sitting there bleeding out my mouth, yeah. and the guy's pissed off yelling. I just look at the girl like, oh, did I really upset her? She's fucking crushed. Right. And you could say. Yeah, something I'm not so saying like cool. violence is like we should go to violence. Like that's not what I mean. But mm-hmm. just like, I don't know the idea of like you can just do anything and there's no repercussions anymore. It's like it's not yeah. good. It's we, not good. We need accountability. Accountability is good, yeah. And that can be taken too far, you know, but, like, just in general, yeah, I think accountability would be good for us as a society. Hell yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how you said that That you can sometimes feel like you're taking it too far. I don't think fisticuffs or getting into a fist fight isn't the worst thing in the world. There's things way worse. Well, right, and I never, fight. like, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about, like, nowadays... Even just like saying something, like we're so expected to just like, like coddle people to this point of insanity that like, you know, it's just I can't do it. I'm not here I to just, create I don't. safe I'm like, for people who. If don't you want to let people walk all over you, that's fine, but I'm not gonna do that in my life. It's just not. It's not my thing. I'm not gonna do it. We you know? we need brave men and women to stand up for yeah for truth. There's gotta be boundaries. You know, there's mm-hmm. gotta be right and wrong you know yeah 100% we need people to do the right thing it's, mm-hmm. it's never easy to do the right thing I wish I could go back and and say hey Eddie it's gonna be it's gonna be easy to do the right thing just you just get it's to not it. always it's, so, it's it? hard you get painted as the bad guy you get painted as a goody goody you know I tried to do the right thing in the military and I was ostracized I reported sexual harassment of a bunch of female sailors under my jurisdiction when I was on the USS Theodore Roosevelt mm-hmm. after our deployment and and they tried to fucking blackball me and tried to get me pretty much. They, were, they threatened to send me to captain's mass. I told them I was going to beat the living life out of him. He was an officer at the time. It's not always easy to do the right <sighs> thing, though, because God, it's really weird. Like when I don't know, I would say that the number one thing I've noticed is that like the majority, the majority of society just because they all believe something doesn't mean it's right. No. You know what I mean? So you have to sometimes like, you're going to look like the bad guy or the asshole, but it's like, hey, I just know that this is wrong. And then usually over time, time will wash it out. And it's like, oh, kind of like you said about like when we find these things that are conspiracies, like usually at first it's like, oh my God, you can't say that. And then it's like, oh, I guess, you know, like you said, six months later, it's like, yeah, that's what I was saying. You know, like, Uh Yeah, so I think time helps, but... Do you think that... I'm gonna, I have a question for... I don't always ask questions of you, but I'm going to ask a yeah. question of you. What do you think about the phrase, bad news travels faster than good news? Um, yeah, I think definitely. I think we uh, focus on bad more than good, and I think it can be... Um, 
it's kind of like when we're talking about the media. Why do they always, you know, try to scare us? Breaking news. Yeah, and that keeps people's eyeballs on it. So like we it's there's a song by the band Tool. Do you remember the band Tool? Like, I love Tool. It's uh, that song called Vicarious, and it's like you know we like to watch things die from a good safe distance. And when you know? it happens to us, it's devastating. Yeah, yeah, but we're, like it's like the NASCAR crash. Like we love watching the crashes. Like we don't want anybody to die, but there's a little part of you when you're watching NASCAR, like you want to see a big wreck. Well, I think you wouldn't say it like consciously, but when it happens, you're like. Well, what I've noticed is this. Human beings, we're addicted to trauma. We love watching it happen to somebody else. Yeah. We're okay with, with, and Cat Williams just said this, we're okay with like what's going on with Kanye West. Mm -hmm. We we understand he has a mental health crisis. We've we've told him he's a genius. Right. We've told him this and that and the third. And and we act surprised when we we act surprised when he loses it. And now we're surprised when he loses it. He has a mental health disorder yes and, i agree and, and they pill them up and as we've seen pills might not be the best solution for certain things i don't think they are for him i think you're right that's a weird case because i think the guy is so talented and i don't think sometimes people realize what comes with great talent is also it's part of his mental illness yes the reason he's so fucking good is part of his mental illness but what comes with that is if things Go a certain way, you lead to his breakdown. Yes. You know what and, I mean? And like, then we, and then we're mad about what the shit he says. Yeah. He's saying off the wall shit because he's feeling off the wall. We can't, we can't look at somebody who's going through. A well, and there's little elements of real things in what he's saying that are true. Yeah, you know, he does see these like things, like how the media skews things and stuff like that. So a lot of the things he's saying, like it's it's real in a certain way. He's just like he has a mental health issue. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like that saying about like. Sometimes people will view somebody who is has a quality that they think is great. Maybe they want that quality, but they don't actually realize what all comes with that. Like say you like see this like certain bodybuilder that's like the greatest, you know, like maybe a Chris Bumstead, which you know, he seems pretty just somebody that's an extreme and you're like, "Man, I want to be like that." And it's like, "But do you really? Do you want all the mental health shit that comes with that? Do you want the like obsession that comes with that? Do you you know like like a guy like Elon Musk that's so smart, you don't think some of that's going to come with also like some bad qualities, you know, like every single time we get a gift in life and or we have this natural talent and we work on it and develop it a skill, there yeah. is always a dark side with that. There's darkness and light within us and within all that creates us. And I don't mm. want to get on my spiritual shit, which I, no, which I'm I with love, you, dude. I, but, I, I, but it, like with so to, to make it more personal, me, when I tore my shoulder, I went into the. I would say the second most difficult part of my life, um, the first because you couldn't I, move like you first, normally. Yeah, could. well, the first being losing my dad when I was deployed, that was like a huge mental ordeal for me. And then the second huge ordeal was tearing my shoulder and not being able to work and feel like I'm providing to not be able Ooh. to. I lost thirty pounds of muscle. Like people talk about putting on one pound of muscle being a major success, which it is. And then I lost thirty of those things. I'm talking about five years of work. Yeah, like. Work, 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 all natty, and then I and then I started um, using gear, and then and then I tore my shoulder like pretty shortly after in no a way. horrible work incident, and so ah, so it wasn't even the lifting. No, it was through work, dude. I'd be pissed. I was it was devastating. Yeah. Like, all the progress I was making, um, I was I was for sure in for a, a great uh, a great journey with bodybuilding and stuff like that, and just fitness in general. I was happy with how I looked in the mirror. Right. I was. It's very rare to say that. I was completely. 
confident and with my progress, I was not missing. It is rare meal. to say that, isn't it? Like, yeah. I'm not missing a meal. Everything was on progress. And I tore my shoulder and I, now, what am I now? I lost everything. Yeah. Lost and and everything. how did, how did you, uh, like, what did you have to do in your brain to like make it okay? I had to stop drinking because I drank, I said, okay, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to drink for seven days and, and cry and be, a. a in my mind, I said, let it a, come through a, a little like, whiny bitch. Yeah, and then I'm not gonna use alcohol as a as a crutch for this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife was going through a, a surgery. She just recovered from surgery. She was yep. go actively recovering from surgery when I tore my shit. Okay, I'm laid there. I can't move my left arm. Uh, I'm crying all the time. I'm I, I'm grinding my teeth down in my sleep mm-hmm. due to the pain. And they didn't give me any pain pills. They gave me a muscle relaxer, which doesn't really help my pain. Right. And I'm just dying inside at every night when I sleep. I'm ah, that's losing good. everything. So like, what and do I do? And you can't work, so you probably feel like well, you what said. What do you do? I was walking around the house. I'm like, I can't work on my house, and I can't work. My house went to shit. I couldn't provide. I was stressed out. Which is probably a huge part of like what makes you feel like you too. Yes. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm not, if I'm not chasing the bag. Something's off, and that comes with. Like, I think that's such a real thing, dude. Oh my god! Yeah, it comes. We with, have to have that in us. Have or, you ever, or, like experiencing any level of poverty, or, oh. or where money's scarce, it will change you in a horrible way. Where you think that your value is associated with what you're providing in. Yeah, and I can say that, and then I'll like right after this, I'm going back to work. Right, and, and it's not like an addiction, but it's an. I need to cover my bases. Oh, dude, it's an addiction. I have to like. I can't. The idea, like. I think it's because I've been in some spots where I did not know how I was going to financially make it like to a a scary point. Like, I don't think people even realize how, how bad it's been for me a few times. Cause like, you know, you just, you, you don't let it stop you. I was talking to a homeless guy. You just fucking keep going, dude. You keep going. I asked this homeless guy like, so, so how did you end up here, man? And and what, what's going on? Like, is there, is there a place that's provided? We're all this close at any point. You are what he said. You're a one paycheck away. Yep. Everybody, no matter right. how much money you have, you're one paycheck away from your whole financial world come crashing down. Right. Um, unfortunately, mine was a VA check. Oh no shit. That's so. Lost that's it. Dude. That's it. Lost everything. Yeah. And um, it, he was homeless vet, and it, and it crushed me. And I got hooked up with some of the great people, um, in the PNW Vets Association, and and they and they worked on and helped him out. And hopefully, he's doing much better now. I I haven't really checked back up with him, but it's tough to to think like that. Uh-huh. What 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 val- what really creates our values? And there's a lot of different values out there. One of the values I ha- I hold very dear to me is my moral values. Yep. I think that my I don't. Value well, you myself, can still have those yeah. when you're poor. Well, yeah. That's it, why it's cool. It's one thing that can never be taken away from never. you. Never. Yeah. And and I won't let my moral values ever ever be superseded by how somebody else feels, mm-hmm. by how somebody what makes them comfortable, by somebody else's lies, especially. And I had a major falling out with uh, someone who I valued as a friend for a long time, and it, it's like still really recent. And it's it's not it's not like eating me up in a way that where I'm happy with mm-hmm. the situation. I'm I'm full of rage. Right. There's there's definitely a lot of unsolved things, and and when we see each other, it's going to be solved in in one way or another. But like I have I have significant issues with an individual and. Like it just oh it drives me crazy, man. He he violated every single one of my moral. My right. moral statues said, well, like from using my house to, 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 to try to cheat on his wife and, and Oh shit. Like, yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. Like, you're, that's like, not cool. You're, 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 you're invited into my home and you use, everyone knows like if you cheat on your, your person, I don't fuck with you. You got to go. Yeah. I'm not going to have that example around my kids. 
I'm not going to have an example. Like, I hang out with my wife. I will not cheat on my wife. Well, so he probably was trying to. You, yeah, yeah, think of it like. On, on, and you're sliding. You're and you're trying house. to have me be cool with it. And, and you it's like, cool no, I'm not going to be cool with like, it. Like, I didn't know yeah. about this. It was very, very secretive and it was disgusting and the truth came Well, you know, life. that's how you know if you have a good friend or not. Like, a good friend isn't the one that sees you almost cheat on your wife and he's like, yeah, go for it. That's not a good Dude, friend. Dude, you better fucking punch The good me friend in my is mouth. the one that comes over and is like, bro, I don't know what the fuck you're doing right now. I see what's happening with this girl. We're leaving. Let's go. Yeah. You know, that's a good friend. That's a good friend. Yes. And hold your good friends, hold each other accountable. Yes. It's it's disgusting that this individual, like it's it's really hard not to just to smash everything. I'm like, I'm full of rage all the time thinking about it. If you, if I'm having a, a, a birthday party for myself or, or for my wife and you use it as a feeding ground to sow seeds of dissent, disrespect, and to be disloyal to your own partner, who's our friend, mm-hmm. in my fucking house. Yeah, that's with, bad. With my yeah. other friends, and you try to slide in their inboxes and shit, and you try to, you know, and sneak up and, and hit up hit up them. Like, mm-hmm. what type of fucking man are you? Are you 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 expect me to respect you? When and then they think you're going to be like cool with it. And you like, think I'm going to be like, like, you think I'm be cool with it when when all my me and my wife's girl friends that are girls are hitting us up saying, hey, this guy's this guy's sliding in my DMs trying to talk about. Talk, I'm not going to say what he said, but he said some horrible things about his own wife and then tried to use it as a, a, as a foundation to, to lie and, and, and slide in there and, and to get in their fucking pants. You think, you think that's going to be respectable? You think that's what makes a man? Yeah, that's like you think, a, what, what happens when, you're, when, you, when, you, when your kids grow up and find out about this shit? Like, no, that's not and, you, good. and you wonder why like, we're not cool? Like, are you, have you lost your mind? And he wants to almost think of it like, like, oh, no, like no. bro code. Like, and, you and should then, be cool, like, protecting me. Or like Hitting me up. And then, and then to, to, this guy had the audacity to hit up me and my wife who's pregnant, right? And, like, I, I thought we were friends, you know. We were friends for, you've been my longest friend. And, and you dropped me like hot garbage. What the fuck do you expect? Yeah, it's Look behaviors you, you can't you. have around your you're, life. You're, you're like, either a narcissist. Yeah. A narcissist. Or you're an insane narcissist. Yeah. Like, you're... Who you are as a human being, your kids are going to grow up and find out the truth. Well, it's going to reflect on you. I'm not going to tell them, but they're, they're yeah, going to yeah, see. Yeah. They're, 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 your kids are going to see what happened. Yes. Why Why isn't it working out? And it doesn't even mean you could say, hey, man, like, yeah, we were really great friends, but like, I don't fuck my with life, that. I can't have that in it. I can never fuck with so, somebody who Because if he. Yeah. Because the question is this, and this is where what locks in my morals uh, about, mm-hmm. about the not cheating everything. Yeah. My parents. Um, my mom and my stepdad separated because there was infidelity issues and and it, and there was a bunch of shit, right? Right, right, right. They couldn't make it work, whatever. Mm-hmm. I've had so many friends lose families over infidelity. I've had it ain't good. I've had friends be disloyal to me and fuck me over, and I've had to fucking flee for my life from sim situations where I've been fucked over by guys. Mm-hmm. Why would I allow any sign of disloyalty? From between you and somebody who you call your your wife, so that hits you on an even deeper children. level because of your own experiences. Hits me on every level, yeah. and if you if you can't stay loyal to the person who's who you're married to, I but I mean, I agree with you. I don't think there's like some kind of like I know certain dudes see it as like this like bro code, like mm-hmm. you know, like oh, you know, come on, man, you should be helping me out. Yeah, like, like, it's like before hose things, your hose is like, a dude, wife. that is not. That's not healthy. It's not. It's not how this works. Like we're adults now. Like I you want said, you to be it's better. like accountable. Yes. I want you to be better, and and more so. Like most things, I don't really take personally, but this I took very personally, and I try to keep my relation, my friends, my friendships, and my my 
levels my emotions very separate because you right. don't make good decisions when you're emotional but this is something that no we do not this is something we that do not. awoke my like invoked emotion emotions for me it's like why i'm probably I'm, like i'm sweating right now just thinking about the idea that's like the one thing trying to control emotions is one of the probably greatest superpowers i've learned because it's like you know you get like heated you start losing like you're not going to make good decisions you're not going to have a good showing no. when, when you're emotional no. it's that's why it is, like I said, when people do have those conversations where they're very opposed with each other and they can stay calm and collected, I got to really respect people that can do that. It, it's, it's hard. It's you hard, know? man. I've, I've had many a time where I've, I just wanted to snap somebody's neck, but I, I, but I, but I just walked away yep. and I just bit my tongue. I just kept the PG, hung up the phone, whatever, right? But I took it very personal. I took it personal when you use my house for that yeah. shit. I take it personal when you disrespect your wife and, and, and then... Yeah, I'd say you just, you just gotta friend. get that. You just gotta get that out of your life. You can't. Man, and I took it personal when you badmouth me. And if you, if like, at the end of the day, we're grown ass men. If you got a fucking problem with me, you can call my phone. We can meet up. We can squab or or we yeah. can squash it. Or you can just leave me the fuck alone. Right. If you keep harassing me and you harass my pregnant wife, who said leave me the fuck alone, you know it's. I'm not saying I'm gonna hunt this motherfucker down because I would have been done that shit. It, yeah. It's really it's really easy to find people in this day and age. But like, I'm not gonna waste my time. Even I, I would never want to be, have this type of person around my fucking family. Yeah, that's no good, man. Imagine, imagine you're a kid and you mm. grow up and you find out that your dad is best his his friends with somebody who cheats on their wife. Like, it's not cool to be a creepy uncle. It's not cool to cheat on your partner. It's not cruel to. It's not cool to to sweep these things under the rug. You can't. No, have you're it. right, dude. You it's, people it. do it too much too. It's like. You can't censor the truth. I'm trying to think of like situations like that. Like I, you know, growing up, we had such good like role models of other families in my life. Like we were actually talking about, I was talking about that with my mom, like how we were so lucky in the small community I grew up in because it was like, you know, I had my parents, but it's like, I couldn't act, you know, I couldn't act out anywhere in the town because like, it wasn't like I just had my parents. I had like their friends, who's this other couple and this other couple. And like, if I'm being a dumbass, like at a gas station and my dad's not there, but this guy's basically my dad too. He would come over and smack me just the same way my dad, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it's like a community that's like raising, you know, it's like, so I think we had mostly good role models, but I mean, once in a while, yeah, they'd be like, so-and-so cheated on so-and-so, or, you know, like there was always that little, like every once in a while. Loyalty is important. Yeah, and I, I think mean, cheating is just like, it's, discipline. I don't know about you, but I don't think cheating, and you know, some people can do it. They work it out somehow. I don't, I think it's a no. I think it's a, I think, especially like if a woman cheats on you, I think that's it. Cause she'll never respect you again. If you cheat. If you take her back. Well, you know yes, what I mean? Like a hundred percent. Yeah. I don't think anyone who cheats is, is a respectable human being and they're never going to respect you if they, if right. they're If I'm coming. Like, think about how easy it is for human beings to bust a nut, right? Yeah. Why <laughs> yeah, would, actually why it is. Would you, why would you think that if you take that and you do it with somebody else mm-hmm. and then you head back to your partner, yeah. that it's okay? Or why would you and, – and if you take them back, you really got to reassign. If, if someone cheats on you even one time, you have to reas- rethink and redesign right. what your idea of self-respect is. Like, what, are you, you – are you 
do you, how do you look at yourself in the mirror? Do you think that you are worth more? You you should. It's you a should value thing. It's I think it's something yourself. where you don't value yourself enough if you're willing to put up with that kind of behavior. You have to value yeah. yourself. If, if you it's, not for you, think about it for the people that care about you. Like, like, right. Do you have do you have any family that you love that would that would care about you if you got hurt by someone cheating on you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That'd be terrible, you know, like I don't know. I think it's a, it's a, it's just like everything. It's your own value, how much you care about yourself, what you're willing to let other people do to you. Yes. And when you care about yourself, you, it's a lot less and less what you're willing to put up with. A hundred percent. So it's even like you with your friend, like you care, you know, like you're just like, I'm not putting up with that dude. I'm sorry. Like that's, I'm not going to have that. I don't want to have that around me. I don't want that around my family. So I hear um, if you love supporting the podcast and if you, it, or the subscription, subscription program, yes. and if you really want to do, uh, you know, this guy a service, make sure you listen to what he's sponsored with. Take advantage of discounts. You know, Manscaped. if you look at manscaped.com, 20% off code with the code Nikki, Nikki Fit. Fit yeah, yeah. You know, why not? Why not do yourself a, a, a service and clean up and downstairs? Do your balls a service. Dude, dude, you do not want to be looking unkept You're for your talking partner. about like, hey guys, quit fucking watching porn. Actually go out and find a real woman. So to start with that, order a Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 and shave them balls up. So I, I, love the, I love the lawnmower. Dude, she's going to like... You know, pull it out and it's gonna be all hairy and gross. She's gonna be like, "What the fuck? She's like, what you the fuck is clean this? Clean that shit up." Dude. If they clean up, you should clean up. You gotta. You know what? It's the law. Well, yeah, and you want them to clean up, so you better fucking clean up. Too, yes, bro. be be presentable, men. Be presentable, man, out there. We love it, dude. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's just it, to me, it's 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 tough. It's a, it's a tough situation because, um, you know, because I've I've seen people get cheated on, and it it, it destroys me to see that. To see, yeah. to see that everything you, you thought was your reality is not. And it, a lot of it comes into like just loyalty, man. Loyalty, loyalty to yourself is discipline. And di we, mm -hmm. we talked about this. Discipline. Me and that's what we've talked about many times on here is discipline. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's the way of life. I, I still think it's the greatest gift you can have is like discipline. And I think it comes and goes. And I think my life is the best when I'm practicing it the most, honestly. It's everything gets better when you're practicing discipline. It's like, um, it was weird. Like, I feel like that might be the, the secret that people are looking for, but it's the last thing they want to do. Like, why are you depressed? Why are you always feeling like this? Why it's like, it's cause you're not doing the stuff you need to do. And your body's like basically telling you like, you could do better than this. Got to handle your shit. And so you feel like shit about yourself, but they don't want it. So instead you'll go to a alcohol or a drug or food or sex or whatever to fill that hole. And that's what you're actually lacking is like some kind of purpose, some kind of discipline. And, but instead of like, because you're too lazy to do the work, cause you think the work is what you want to avoid, but that's actually where you're going to find the thing that like basically cures you. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, I'm really tired all the time. I have no energy. So the thing that's going to give you more energy is actually using a bunch of energy. Yes. You're like, well, I'm too tired. So I, I can't do it today. I'll, I'll rest more and that'll, then I'll have energy. No, no. you're going to feel even shittier tomorrow. Yes. What you need is to like go get your shit running properly. You need to go like do the thing you need to do and then that will actually give you more energy. That's why you feel like shit you haven't been doing enough. You, you can't know? put like, no cheap gas in a Ferrari and expect it to run the same. Our, your, our body can become a well-oiled machine. Yeah. But instead, we have a society where we have, we have so many issues. We're overloading ourselves with we're, we're putting literal poison in our body. Is alcohol Every good? Day. Good. Does it taste great? You know, when you're having it in small quantities and you're yeah. not 
abusing it. You're not drinking and driving or right. drinking and drinking and, and having arguments or drinking and getting angry and yeah. drinking and when you're sad is something I never I dude, I'm a big proponent of do not drink when you're upset. Don't do it. It's never good. Never anything positive. If you got shit going in your life, go handle your shit and then you can relax and drink. But don't spend your whole life celebrating when you have Nothing to nothing celebrate. Nothing to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not saying that there's nothing positive about life. No, but I know what you but, mean. Like, like you got to get. Well, and that's the thing I've run into is like I people think I go so hard on alcohol because I'm always posting things about it or like. But the thing is, like, I'm only saying real things about it. It's like weird because it's like yes, I don't like to drink very much, and I will post and say these things about alcohol that are true, and people somehow like they get really butthurt about it. Like, I'm and not it's telling like, you you're a shitty person. I'm just talking about the no, facts of No, no, no. It's just the facts. So it's like, and I'm not even saying people shouldn't drink. And I'm not even, like, I would drink, you know, sometimes too. And almost like I would get myself in a spot where, like, for whatever reason, because I'm, like, just like that. Like, I would, like, be going hard against alcohol and then someday be on a podcast and just, like, get wasted just to show people, like, hey, see this, bitch? I can still do whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. I want. You know what I mean? It's not the idea. It's just saying, like, Let's call reality what reality is. Alcohol is poison. It is. I didn't say that you can't use it. I mean, we've been using it for thousands of years. I didn't say, like, you're a bad person because you use it. I'm just saying, like, here's a fact about it. You know, maybe the reason you're upset and unhappy all the time might be this cycle of, you know, like, it gives me a second of uh, alleviation from my anxiety, but then it makes it worse. And then I want it again, and it's a cycle. I'm just saying, like... Here's some reality. It's kind of like people like that that uh, like to use weed to fall asleep. So like they'll take weed. Oh, it helps me sleep. And it's like you'll tell them a fact about weed. Like, well, actually, you don't get REM sleep if you're high. You don't get REM sleep from weed. So you actually are not getting proper sleep when you're on weed. But they don't want to hear that because it's like their tool to go to sleep. So in their mind, they've created this reality where like weed's good for me. It helps me sleep. And I'm not saying weed isn't good for you, but I'm saying like, Here's a fact about it. You don't actually get good sleep. That's why people, when they quit weed, have a bunch of hallucinogenic dreams because their body's trying to catch up on REM sleep. So it gives them a lot. So this is just a fact. But like, it's when people hold things too dear to them, like ideas, that you offend them just by saying the truth because they have their own idea in their head. It's like People, people get way too easy. So it's like, I am not so. trying to say like alcohol is horrible. I don't know. I, this is a thing I've had going on because I work in a bar, but I don't drink. And, like, and you have these conversations. And I say alcohol. real things about alcohol that offends people, but it's because they probably have an alcohol problem. That's why it hits them so hard. You know, like If you, if you can't go to a social event and not – and I've, I've told myself this just – over the past right. couple of weeks, if I, if I can't go out somewhere and not have a drink because everybody that's drunk is drinking, I have an alcohol problem. Right. If I can't, if I'm upset and I say I say the words I need a drink, I have an alcohol problem. If I am, it's at the end of the day, and I'm I'm like thinking one thing on my mind after the end of the day is an al- is alcohol. I have an alcohol problem. Oh, if that's all you're thinking about, yeah. If if you well, if, it's if weird. I'm like it's, these are these are problems. Yeah. If, if I can't if I can't understand. That if I start drinking and I can't make it and I need to leave soon and right. I'm still drinking, I have a fucking alcohol problem. Right. And more importantly, I have a potential dying or murdering somebody on the way home problem. I have so oh, many that's friends, horrible. So many friends that have died just murdered by somebody who's drunk driving. Yeah, the amount of people it, that drive it, home it drunk scares me. Dude. Scares me. I want to like it makes me want to snap. Like last night, um, like last night I was out and I was thinking about having uh, a, another drink and I was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to have another drink. Because if I do, if I drew, that might 
potentially, there might be a minuscule chance of me jeopardizing the safety of myself. Right, and that's kind of what gets me. So, like, even when I happened to, like, that incident I was telling you where that guy was uh, being a dick to my coworker Mm -hmm. and he was drinking too much, it's like, also, motherfucker, you're drinking these high alcohol percentage beers. I know you're going to get in a vehicle after this and leave. So, of course, I don't respect you and I'm not happy. You know, that's what I'm saying. But so my problem with alcohol is, like, if I say it's poison, people get mad and it's like, I just, I can't understand. It's like, I could say the same thing. So, like, check this out. It doesn't mean I don't think you should ever use it. I'm just saying what calling alcohol what it is. It's poison. I'll say this. Like, uh, I really love crumble cookies oh, once in a while. Those are poison. Those that's poison oh, for you. Crumble. Not you know the crumble. Saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's something that I like to use once in a while that is not good for me. I'm not saying don't ever do it. I'm just saying, like, if I can't say a reality, like, hey, crumble cookies are full of sugar. They're not healthy for you. They're going to be bad for your body. That's also a reality. But also, like, hey, I'm going to have them sometimes because they're good, you know? So, like, same with alcohol. It's like, I don't know. I just don't like this getting offended by reality shit. No, it it ain't good. It ain't good for sure. And there is a lot that can be said about about catering to people's feelings. But there's a lot more that can be said about, hey, are you telling me this information because you want me to know so I can make well-informed decisions and care care about myself? Because if you tell me, hey, Eddie, I got you this super lovely dry fly distilling specialty release, age nine years, barrel 1158, beautiful 98.6 proof. Right, dude, you take that home so that can be like a a gift for you. uh, Congratulations on on the pregnancy. I appreciate this, man. I'm going to enjoy this. But like, I'm going to have, what's going to happen is after I do jujitsu one night, I'm not on work, I'm going to pour me a glass of this. And I'm going to have one and enjoy the flavor. Like, that's delicious, and dude. That's what I'm saying. I could say alcohol is poison, but, like, I'm looking at that right now. That looks delicious. But if I just drink this, and then I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, if you are if you were, oh. like, if you just broke up with your girlfriend or something, <laughs> say, like, this is a different life. <laughs> yeah. And you're, like, all sad and depressed, and you're at home, Don't like, swilling that down at home, like, jerking out, oh, I'm alone, you know, like... <laughs> Nah, then I don't think I think you probably should <laughs> you stop probably should put stop. the put the alcohol down at that point. <laughs> Go to the gym, you know, like eat healthy, try to find, you know, like get your shit together. So, Definitely, man. but if you're like in a good place, you, like you said, you just did jujitsu, you're healthy, you're happy. I want to have a little celebratory drink. That's a different yeah. mentality. That's but just a different. Drink, just drinking a drink. But drinking because you're sad or because you want to relieve anxiety. That's where I feel like it's like not good. <gasps> You, you know. said something crazy, drinking to relieve anxiety. Yeah. How many times people show up to gatherings and the first thing they do is, I got to get up. I got to get a drink in me because I don't know how to Because I'm be shy around people. Around other people. But just well, that's why they out. say it's a social lubricant, you know, because so, so there is like some good things about it. Like, I mean, there's probably couples that met each other that never would have got together had they not had a few drinks. Hey, it's, it's you embedded know, it's within like, our culture. It really is. It is. It's part of it. Yeah. So I'm not going to, but I'm not going to not tell the truth about it. That's my point. A hundred percent. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And you should, you shouldn't feel any type of way when people are going to react poorly to information when the truth doesn't get need to get angry. That's the, right. that, that's the thing that they don't say. Well, I had a friend of mine, he's a really good dude. And he was like, you know, maybe it just, it's cause it kind of comes off as condescending. And I'm like, maybe he, it needs con- to. Condes- <laughs> condescending like... is, is not just how you, is not in how you speak. Yeah. And, a lot of people might disagree with this, and it's okay. Um, I'm willing to have a conversation. Maybe I'm wrong. But condescending is completely relative to who's, how people receive it. Yeah. And if I'm putting out – if, if, I'm, if I'm sending you a text message and I'm saying, hey, man, is everything all right? There's a lot of ways you could take that. I could just be saying, hey, man, is everything all right? Or, hey, man, is everything all right? 
Or you know, yeah. it depends on how you receive it, right? Right. Being me, dude. There's a key and peel up. You ever see that key and peel thing where they do that? No, I don't watch that. Oh my god, it's so funny. It's like funny. the one is texting, being totally nice. The other one's taking it a whole way, and he's like, "Oh, you want to go? Yeah, let's go." And the one guy thinks like, "Oh, we're gonna go out to have fun." The other guy thinks he's gonna get in a fight. Yeah. So he shows up ready to fight, and the guy's like, "You ready to go out, buddy?" And he's like, "Oh." You know, like he just like, oh shit! I was totally wrong. I took all that completely wrong. Well, it, that that comedy really does shed light on how it we, does. We, it's good. Our perception is not always reality. Like people say, perception is reality. If someone insulted me when I was in the Navy one day, I was standing talking to another sailor about um, and asked them questions about how I how I like to do my East Watch pin. It's this, it's a enlisted surface warfare specialist pin where you where you learn about other jobs and you pretty much become a like a a sub uh, like a, a standard level expert about different jobs on the ship, and it's it's, it's a requirement in the United States Navy. To get okay. It. So yep. I, so asking to say there's something, and somebody walked by me and said, "Hey, hey, hey, Larry, I don't think your wife would like that. You know, perception is reality or whatever." I fucking lost my mind, right? Yeah. Because you're not just insulting me and my wife's relationship; you're also insulting, um, you know, my my standards, how how I respect myself. I would never ever try to cross the a boundary of, of self-respect and hit on somebody else right, when right, I'm right. in a relationship because that just means I'm a loser. Right. Um, and it's, and also perception is not reality that, and it not, it's not just disrespectful that that was said. Perception is not always reality. It's, it's, no, a, no. it's a not false truth. I think we do need to get, so like, I, so like perception is reality is a great term, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially like me coming from pro wrestling world, like you, you can create a reality by how people perceive like, there could be a guy that's smaller, but he just has this charisma, and people believe that he's like better, and he can. Like Shawn Michaels was a guy that was smaller than a lot of people, but oh, he, yeah. he could stand toe to toe with the Undertaker, and it was like believable that they would fight, yeah. and they would make it believable. So it's like, but I do worry a little bit right now in our society that we've gotten a little too creative with the term reality, like pretending there's no such thing as it in anything <laughs> you know it's like we create it's like yeah i mean in a sense we create everything we've created society we've created it but like this idea there's still certain like realities that are real yes like that's what i say like um you know if people say like oh alcohol is not bad it's like well you can say it's not bad but when i put it into my body there's going to be certain chemical processes that take place whether you believe that it's bad for you or not that's going to happen when you drink it oh yes. so there's still a reality you know what i mean or like I don't know. Or like we're t- you were saying a little bit about the body positivity. Hey, that's great. Uh, you know, love yourself, love your body. But there's certain realities that are going to happen if you don't take care of it. I can like tell myself. Type 2 diabetes. Well, and yes. These are real oh, things. Man. But like, just like you said right there, man, cake, man, I can, my perception when I eat cake is like, oh, God, it tastes so good. The reality is if I eat too much cake, I'm, I'm, gonna feel all like my shit. goals are going to go to shit. And yeah. if I eat too much sugar, my body's going to take a crap. If there was a blood. way to just eat whatever we want with no concept, that's what I always say. Like People seem to have like stopped realizing the idea of consequences. Yes. So, hey, it's great. Like, oh my God, just love yourself. Treat yourself. Because people do that with me when I'm hardcore about my diet and stuff, and it's like that's not the type of thing you're you actually to not trying to help me. You're trying to di- they're trying to yeah, dis- yeah. dissuade you from yeah. from be like us, one of us, one, one of us. us. That's what it is. It's like I'm engaged in very unhealthy behaviors, and I want to feel more comfortable, so I want you to also engage in them so that I don't feel bad about myself. Well, making people uncomfortable is the best thing you can do in this day, day and age. Dude, I'm with you. I love the, it. The biggest part of the word culture is cult. Yeah. If you go, if you're outside of that normal, 
like people, someone told me that I was saying something that goes against black culture. And I said, well, you know, that that's really dangerous thing to say because the, the root of culture is cult. And but I'm also gonna, maybe you're the leader. The crew. Maybe maybe I want to forge my own fucking path. Right, and that's what I'm saying. My, you're the leader that's color. gonna change it. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, don't, like don't don't just put me in a category just because I'm half black and half white, or saying, oh, well, you're being too black, or you're being too white, or, or you know, don't say anything like that because mm-hmm. you're categorizing me. You're also saying some racist bullshit, and it's right. fucked up. And there's this new there's this new uh, statement that's been put out lately that about who can be racist and it's anti-racist or opposite reverse oh, dude, racism. I saw that shit. I Shut was up. like, that it's, is It's just bad. It's, whatever you're saying, it's it can be hurtful to somebody else and you're talking about race. Was that like IBM or whatever? Like I don't the, know. The dude it. got caught like basically, oh my God, dude, there's some crazy shit out but there. But people are just trying to reinvent the wheel. If you're being an asshole, you're being an asshole. Yeah, and, and racism nice is racism. Way, saying, it, like, saying it in a nice way like, oh, you know, you know, Nick, you're, you're a really great guy, but... Unfortunately, um, you know you're white, so you're racist, and yeah. you're oppressing me because I'm because I'm black. That's fucking nonsense. Are we? Are we? Well, are I'm we pretty sure that that, that like, IBM, like I don't know, like some high up got caught, like saying basically like. Well, and now we consider Asians the same as whites because they've uh, done too well. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, like, because they've and done so too like well, now they don't. Well. So it's like, sorry, bro, you're just one of us white people now. Like, man, I had a friend in middle school, and his parents sent him over here to live. With, they found somebody to live over here, and they, they paid them to live to, to to. They were very poor. Yeah, and they all worked. And they wanted to create a life for this kid. And right. They found a family who was willing to be to take for so just for a little bit of money. Yep. They would house them. And feed them like they're one of the family, and they help raise their kid over here, and and the, the whole process without his own parents here, and like they they dealt with legal big legal issues and stuff like this. The kids over here all alone, mm-hmm. learning what it's like to grow up in America. Yep. And then he moved his family over here, and it was such an emo like this is years later. I found he moved his family over here, and it's so beautiful that we have a country where. Like people can say how fucked up America is. People can say it's a horrible place to live in. Why do people keep coming here? It's gr- because it's because here because we like because freedom. the cartel doesn't run the show here because yeah. dictators don't run the show here because we can have these conversations right here without yeah. our families getting executed. Right. That's why. And they, that's why I'm that's so worried about here. free speech, dude. I don't want that to change. It can't change. The government. <sighs> the government is going to say whatever they want. At the end of the day, we're in the age of technology. Yeah. If I, if I want to know if like just there's a there's a popular topic right now. If I want to know who took who was hopping on Epstein's flights? I can, can Google look, it. Yeah, yeah. I can Google it. If I want to know information about whatever war happened, if I have a history test coming up, I can Google the que- I can Google most well, and that's, questions that, on my phone. That's what's going on right now with uh, so that's one positive thing about cell phones and social media is it uh, it's making corruption a lot harder to pull off. Hey, because the what? minute you the minute like they say something that people realize is not real, you find out the truth very fast now. Like the current the current sitting U.S. president has so many videos of him saying racist shit about oh my God, black crazy. people. It enrages me. I've never been a fan of him, and I'm not going to sit here and disrespect the the United States president, um, and and just be a, be a horrible. It is funny when he's like whatever. tweeting, and it's like you didn't write like, that. You didn't. You can't even. <laughs> it's like he didn't write dude, that. Dude, give this man some ice cream and let him go to oh bed. Oh my dude. God. Like he can't even, <laughs> Did he can't even walk the right direction? I'm pretty sure the the press secretary actually. 
accidentally tweeted a president tweet under her Twitter. Like she forgot to like switch over yeah. before tweeting it. So like we know that that's she's probably hey, making most she, of those. You know what? People should take it more easy on her because she has uh, the hardest job. That's gotta to be a tough job, dude. Trying to, lie, like, trying to make him look good. Yes, he, uh, he, he, oh, he, he meant to do he, that. He 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 meant to to fall off the bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> he meant to walk off to the side of the stage and not pretend seem like there shaking, was yeah, shaking, yeah, no a fake person there like uh, hey, oh man. he he knew that yeah he was trying to do it but even 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 in this even me disliking him I can sympathize with his position yeah you know being that old my my you know keeping my shit together is a, is a real statement now I'm trying to keep my shit inside it's tough, of me dude it'd be tough he's uh it's just sad that this is what we have this to is offer. what we have this is what we have yeah. to offer. You know what? What's the what's the rule? You gotta be like thirty five or some shit like that to to run. Or, I don't, right. I'm not I'm not sure what the, what the rules. Well, that's why I like Vivek because he's young. He's like thirty eight. Well, I'm gonna have to look into this guy because he's speaking about me, and I've I've heard some of the things he says. Yeah. It's, we deserve as Americans to make well informed voting decisions, and we should listen to everything somebody says, not just what the news says. We shouldn't watch the news at all. Oh, well, if you listen to the news, they would say he's a horrible person. Oh, he's bet. a racist. Yeah. He's like what? You know, he's like an Indian dude. It's yeah. like. I don't know. Very it's, racist. He's, but he's he's a white supremacist. And, oh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, dude. You know what's crazy? In 2020, there's a an issue that happened in Seattle. And this one of my buddies uh, that I went to the gym with, Ellie Fitness and Linwood, he was, he was trying to get out of there. He was um, working a job down in Seattle. He's trying to get out of out of the there was protests and some of them were turning into riots. Okay. And, what uh, time? 2020? Oh, back when all those terrible riots. Back when, back when they were popping, baby. Summer of yeah. love, homie. So, um, that was the summer of love, summer right? Summer of love. Yeah, yeah. So he was trying to, to escape. Um, there was, they were on a different a different street, and he turns, takes a right on his other street, tries to floor it down the street. And people at the riot slash protest that turned into a riot thought that he was um, he was trying to run into all them. So he, he like pull, he pulled up, and he starts slowing down. And there's people chasing him from the other street. And he's really just trying and to get away. And there's people running at him from both sides now. He's completely entrapped by – and there's a, a, over, I would say over about 50, 50 of these individuals. Okay. Not, not that all of them were doing something bad. And one guy walks up and starts reaching and punching through the window. And then uh, the guy punching through the window, unfortunately, this was a, a situation where my buddy – I talked to him afterwards. He felt that he was this is the most ter- scared he's ever been for his life. Um, you have a well, yeah, dude. You gotta just riot, punch the window. Sh- so he, so he puts one in this guy's in this guy's arm. He uh, uses his his um, he he perceived it as a deeming deadly force. I'm not right. here to I'm not here to, um, to to comment legally on what is appropriate, what's not. Right, right, right. But he um, he let he put one in the guy's arm and then exited his vehicle and um, to, get, told him all to stay back and then ran to the line of police officers and surrendered where he was taken into custody. Uh-huh. Um, he said, hey, I just shot somebody over there, you know, blah, blah, blah. This, that, he, this, that, the third, the next day, not even, or not even the next day, in a couple hours, it was all over the news and they called him a white supremacist and this guy is Korean. Dude, that's insane. <laughs> Literally insane. Like, like so this, like, you're like saying known, he was... They said known white supremacist. But so he was just trying to get away. They didn't put his picture up. They said known white supremacist. That is so. That's why every nobody trusts the news anymore. They take something known and they they white. they post. I bet I'm a known white supremacist they too. Will post what they want out of it. They want a narrative already, so they're saying this. None of it is even close to what you just described. Not, not the news, but the blues, man. God, that's so fucked up, dude. I know it drives me nuts when I see like certain. Uh, 
like uh, clickbait stuff. Then you look at the article and you're like, nothing that you said in your clickbait title is even close to what happened. We can handle this. This is a non-article. Even stuff as dumb as like pro wrestling shit. I'll like click on something. Oh my God, so-and-so did. And it's like you click on it. It's like that isn't even what happened. You just made it. This is so stupid. That's shameful, man. It's so fucked up, dude. Yeah, they need to, they need to, uh, I don't know what needs to happen, but it's, I mean, I know what's going to happen is nobody trusts anything anymore. They well, don't trust any institution. Um, there's this uh, site called Safeguard, and they help grade news uh, organizations. So they, they certify yeah. news organizations as, uh, and they pretty much fact check them and say that, hey, this, this is a trustworthy site, and they have, yeah. they have a rating. So like you have 99. But how long until that gets corrupted? <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. It's well, always a like. a thing, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, because it's like, I mean, I never trust fact checkers either. Because it's oh, like, no, no, most of the fact checkers are horrible, dude. Well, yes, like, well, I've been fact checked for the things I've said when, yeah. I, when I was talking about my, my feelings about a, a situation that horribly affected me. I had a friend that committed suicide, and I, my post got fact checked, talked about um, how to deal with suicide and stuff like that. And I'm like, what? What? Like, I'm not allowed to I just say I what I think. To, I don't need to be an expert to miss, to, to, feel like I, I want to make a change in, in veteran suicide. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, and that's, and that's another thing, dude, like, like, Oh, what you said is missing context or something. Missing yeah, context. Yeah, yeah. You know what the best fact checker is, is what Elon did on Twitter. Cause it's community notes. So like people can just write on it. Yes. So it's like, open dialogue. The, yeah. So like the minute, like somebody like whatever, the Biden administration posts something and it's like, no, this isn't actually true. And then they like took it down, you know, like, it's so funny. So they're like fact checking in real time, but it's better fact checking because it's just regular people that can use the internet. Well, you know, like it would be a scary world if one individual said something and it was the rule of law, and you couldn't question it. Otherwise, you're on the wrong side oh, of history yeah. or deemed racist. That scares the shit. That is out of called. Me, uh, that's like very similar to a dictatorship, and that might be we might be headed in the in the fascism or the you know socialism communism right. direction and. And regardless of what individuals say, we have something that can really work here. This is the greatest experiment. And I'm not like a super nationalist or whatever, but we have the best experiment of what this freedom idea really can be here. It is the best, I think. Yeah, yeah. If we, we don't have we don't have the cartel running Dude, the I, I had I heard this win. girl saying so like, you know, those Epstein things came out and there was this girl and she was like, Well, you know, the none of the victims that they interviewed they all said that, you know, Bill Clinton never did anything bad. He was just like a nice uncle. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You could tell she was like leaned that way. So she like wanted that to be the reality. It's, it's really and I'm like, great. no, no, no. I was like, actually, I think what one of them said was like that Jeffrey Epstein said he likes them young. You know, so I'm like, I'm pretty sure like you're just kind of coming up with a conclusion that you want to be true. If you spent so much time around somebody like him based off of what I've seen and observed so far. Oh, I think he's just a player. You are, you you either knew about it and didn't do shit. Yeah. You knew about it and didn't say shit Mm -hmm. or you were doing the shit with them. Right. And and at some point, at some point we have to draw a line. Right. What are you, are you, and and I'm not saying we have to deal in absolution because I don't agree with that. That's only a Sith deals in absolutes. Right, Uh, right, right. Shout out to Star Wars three, but you cannot sit there and say, okay, well, it's either this way or that way. It's only this belief or that belief. So I'm not going to put that out there. But at one, at some point, you have to draw a line. Are you comfortable? And you have to ask the question, are you comfortable with pedophilia and child sex trafficking or are you not? 
are you comfortable with with human trafficking or are you not? Are you comfortable with sex slavery or are well, you not? Right. So that Epstein, so many people had to know he was doing that. Yeah. So like, I do believe there's probably a bunch of people that were on his plane that had no idea. And anybody because did, you know yeah, you're well, yeah, you're you in these elite you're in these elite circles, and you're up in this like elite world. And I feel like there was probably certain people that knew. Certain people maybe heard rumors, kind of like the Harvey Weinstein thing. Like years before it, certain people had maybe heard little rumors. You know, they said that's like why Brad Pitt hated him and stuff like that. And like certain little things. But then there's probably people that had no fucking idea. They were just running in the same circles. Oh, we're going to party. We're going to drink. We're going to fly on this plane. Maybe so, you know. Yeah, I do. I think everybody on that list is a total guilty pedophile. Fuck no. I don't. I think there's some people that had no fucking idea what was going on. He was so high up. You know, maybe you met him in parties and maybe you, but there were certain people that definitely fucking knew, like, yes, you get like your Bill Gates and your Bill Clinton and the, like, they fucking knew what was going on. Like, and, and who's the other guy in the, in the, well, the Prince, obviously the prince he was and, the guilty. Oh, uh, <sighs> the funniest, crazy one that all these memes came out. We were joking at work was, uh, Stephen Hawking. Yes. That's Stephen Hawking. That's what I was going to say. I want Stephen to Hawking. go to the island. You oh know, like, God, dude, that is it's like, it's just like, what? It, it it just but it's also sad because a lot of people don't want to real want to 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 speak it to power or or tell or say that or not even acknowledge that they what they thought was wrong. It's hard for people in this day and age. Well, it's kind of like say, you said the oh, sweep it under the rug, pretend it's not happening. It's way thing. easier to say no, that's not true. You're a conspiracy theory. No, I'm not gonna believe that. And then they're yeah. like, fuck, this motherfucker's right. Like, <laughs> right. It's way easier to to save face instead of saying. And I think it become we be, it's because we become as a society too egotistical. It's not uncomfortable to me, for me to, uh, to admit when I was wrong. I, I like to admit when I was wrong so I can be back to being right. a right, justice-driven uh, justice person. I want to be just. Right. I don't want to be unfair. And I don't want to look in the mirror and say, oh, there's that liar who cheats on his wife. Well, and, and you got to think shit. if you are somebody that's like – Good for like, you, buddy. I love you, man. Fuck that. Yeah, you see, if you are somebody that like considers yourself like left and like liberal and like you've – supported certain people before and really believed in them and then this kind of comes out like so you want to like make it so like the people i liked no he didn't do that you know what i mean so no, you're trying it, to it's like okay. and it's, it's okay to it's okay to it's okay but to you have, have to some at some point admit like okay but this is facts like this is clearly there's something bad going as long on as here. the news isn't making a big press run on it it's 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 hard for people to believe in this day and it's, it's been a fact well the news has already hard. downplayed the clinton stuff trying to protect him you can hear that yeah, I and, mean, it, and it's frustrating like saying he likes him young we know what the fuck we know what the fuck that means we know what a creepy uncle looks yeah. like it's no surprise to me that there are individuals who who have well, power, right. who like and i don't think bill clinton was like like with little tiny kids, I think he's probably like you know younger girls, you know like sixteen, seventeen. I mean, you know that's it's, probably it's what stuff, was dude. happening, and that's probably what he liked. And it's, it's bad stuff, dude. And and we need to allegedly have account- we just, need to have we need yeah. to have accountability. Right. I, I'm, I don't want to make the, the the Clinton kill list or anything like that, but you know we do need to have accountability. We need to have justice. Um, done upon those individuals who prey on children. If you prey on the youth, you're the I would hope despicable. there would be some sort of justice. For Absolutely, s- the most despicable shit ever. And you know what? Yeah. Tim Kennedy brought this to light, and it's really, really difficult for me to even process. And, and I'm going to try to get it out without falling apart. Yes, sir. Is that young women and men in these that are human trafficked? There's often drug. They often get drugged up. 
Okay. And they also get addicted to drugs and, tra- and trapped in these in these drug rings and these sex rings. And the people, when when by the time a, a group of individuals that is armed shows up, regardless of who they get shown up from, there's veteran agencies who who um, go above and beyond, risking everything to to save kids. Mm-hmm. There's people who are contractors that go to save kids. There's people who are a part of the U.S. Marshals who go above to save kids. And right. There's a lot of people who have their hands tied and they can't work without a crime being proved. And other people who just say, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go and save these kids. Mm-hmm. And there's so many times where they're drugged up and they're, I'm not saying beyond the point of no return, but they're so drugged up right. and entrapped in that lifestyle they don't even understand that there's a sliver of hope. They can't escape because their pimp's going to beat the living life out of them. Right. And, and they're going to be chained to a wall. And, and I'm not going to go into details, but just horribly abused so many times over they don't have a, a sliver of well hope. that was like that uh, the the final rambo movie remember that yes you know that's what happened to his uh was it his niece or whatever you know and you know he got a lot of shit for that movie like they were like that's racist it's like well but that's actually happening it, it's happening so it's know? not is it really racist like that's actually happening shedding I mean, light on a situation doesn't necessarily mean you're racist it, yeah. you're talking about someone's personal experience it wasn't like he said every single person of that race is doing this no. it's just it, this is a thing that can happen you know and there's dude there's no race religion or creed right. that protects you from having possibility of bad people being around us we in 2020 there was a big uptick in people condemning police brutality there's a lot of brutality that goes on outside of the police right um, in the when when um and we should condemn police when, brutality 100 percent. Right. and then with miss vanessa down there in texas and mm-hmm. i think it's fort hood i can't remember the right the correct for it i wasn't in the army but there was you know she was uh brutally murdered and, and it was swept under the rug by the command down there um in you know military sexual trauma murder these right. these violent rings that happen throughout the in throughout the military the world, in the military and well, that's like saying, I, if you say, I support the police, but that doesn't mean that you don't think there's probably some very bad actors within that. There's probably some That are probably bad doing horrible them. things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've, we've seen quite a few yeah. of them. Right. And that should be dealt with, you know, like. Accountability, man. Right. It, it should be a thing across the board. And I mean, that's kind of like what you said when you, like, got in trouble or people got mad at you for, like, saying, calling out these things that you saw when you were in uh, the, uh, the Navy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like. But that's kind of what we need more of. We like, do. You don't want like you don't want people to get in a position of power and think what I'm doing is okay because everybody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, so you want people like you that would be like, you know, this is not right. I don't care. Like this is not a some code of brotherhood where I'm not going to say what happened just because like to protect you. Oh or, no. Like, oh, you know no. what I mean? Well, like for yeah. many people, many people they leave. They're leaving high school. They're go right in the military. They leaving their family for the first time, all these things. Mm-hmm. And they get to the, they get to the, the ship and they're, they don't know anything. You're, you're literally a deer in the headlights, right? You have no idea what, about anything. And then imagine you're locked in, you're a young girl. Yeah. You're locked into a four year contract and you just want to make money and get six, college. Like, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. just want to make money, you know, for college, whatever you want to see the world, whatever. And you get sexually assaulted. And then you get told that if you, if you talk about it, um, no one's going to believe you because, uh, the the false allegations that are put against men and and, and the, there's so much negative information to give you and now you now you're a sexual assault victim, but you're and, and scared you're, to say you're scared anything. to say anything and you're scared about losing everything that you your promotions your advancements being painted a problem losing your career on the ship so you, you, don't, just, you don't have anywhere to go back to so like, you're just quiet get, like getting kicked out what if it's your what if it's the person in charge of you and then they threaten to to ruin your navy career and get you kicked out yep 
Yeah, it's their word against yours. Well, that's like the position of power thing, right? It's a very scary yeah, yeah. thing. So you have someone in power over you that, you, yeah, I don't know, man. It that's... happens. It, I have a friend's wife who it happened to, and it, it breaks my heart that she'll she'll now she has so much trauma from that experience because mm-hmm. somebody who thought they could get away with it tried yeah. to get away with it, and it and she no matter what if she and it's like a helpless matter, feeling, right? Like helpless. She's, yeah, yeah. So we need to speak truth, and we need to and we need to have nuanced conversations, and we need to be respectful of each other. Even if we disagree with each other, it doesn't mean I need to be like fuck you, motherfucker. Blah, blah. No, there's it's like this, this weird. I see this like saying a lot, you know, and it's like in certain public places, and uh, you know, some people are like, oh maybe make fun of it or whatever. But it's like if you see something, say something. Say, you know, the corny shit. I is think the most that's true. so fucking good yep. because it's true. Like. You never know, like you just assume, like, well, it's not my life, so I'll just leave it alone. I don't Dude. care. Like, say, it's, say if I had a neighbor or something, you see something really bad, and you're like, you know, what's the, the so like maybe the difference was you saying something between like who knows a murder or something. You know what I mean, like, dude. You don't ever know, been, like. I I try I try not to go into too much into detail on instances like this, but there was a a situation happened in I think it was 2021. There was a gentleman. His kid's playing next door on a trampoline. Yep. The, the mom was a, a teacher. Okay. So the, the mom was online doing her teaching thing or whatever, or yeah. working, and the kids were jumping on a trampoline, and there was a, it's a low fence, and there was a guy in a car staring at the kids. That's and, creepy. And, yeah. And um, I noticed him, and I noticed him drive by like three times or whatever. I was chilling or doing some housework. I can't, remember. I can't even remember. But I left, and my wife noticed something. So she went out there. Got on her hip and was like, "Hey, listen, motherfucker, you gotta, you gotta get on out of here. You can't be over here. Stand. You think it's gonna get cool stand at these kids? You think it's gonna be cool?" And he was like, "Fuck off or whatever," and peeled out of there. I don't know. I think people don't want to know that that stuff's happening. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you stop it from happening? It's ha- you have to be. It's kind of like being able to realize the dark. There is darkness, and somebody had. It's not comfortable to know about it, but somebody's got to know about it to stop it. We need brave you know men I mean? and women like, to step up. And do the right thing when it needs to happen. Yeah, I've there's been numerous occasions where I've seen something wrong happening, and I've, I've intervened. And has it cost me a little bit of blood? Yeah, I've I've bled a couple times because of it. But stepping up and when it needs to happen, I can't live with myself knowing that I could have stopped this, a situation and not done it. I've been in, I've been in trouble at work. Right. There's a guy who got shot in Seattle, and I was working, and then I you know I I chased him I chased him, and I because he was he was running, he was gonna bleed out everywhere. I, I like grabbed his hand and brought him to the ground and like held him while he was and stopped the bleeding because he was gushing, dude. It was like a pile of uh, drops of blood. And he was down just down uh, in a bad place, basically. Or? Uh, it turns out he was. It was a drug deal gone bad. I didn't know. I just saw some guy get shot and then start running. Drug deal. And I saw ah. the blood gushing out of his hand. But he was like, imagine when you run and you have a hole in your body mm-hmm. and you're you're now you're pumping the blood because you're running faster. Right. It's gushing out of you. This guy was gonna fucking bleed out. Yeah, man. So he had a hole through his hand, and he was just pouring blood on the ground. And that is so crazy. Like the the crazy, crazy. well, just the idea of like the world we live in. Like you kind of said, where there's just gotta be. A, we need so much better leadership, so that like we need a world where like you don't want to turn to drug like selling drugs because you might have to do that. Yeah. Well, we're on like the if I if you could get a job that's good and support your family and make enough money to live, but like. They won't even let that happen. Like, it's almost like, I don't know, just with our economy. Like, it's like, what? This is like purposeful almost feeling, you know? Like, it's difficult not to think that. It's like, that. there's got to be somebody that could make this better. There's got to be a way to fix this, you know? Like, why are we sending our money here? Why are we doing that? Why aren't we like, 
fixing our problems here. You know what I mean? Well, like, when you pro- well, when you support an environment on the streets of Seattle, for example, when you support an environment that says do whatever drugs in the street right in front of the women and children, right. you smoke wherever. And I'm not talking about the homeless people. I'm talking about people who are using drugs in an open air environment right there on the streets, d- destroying what we what we have as a safe community there. The, mm-hmm. the, with drugs comes violence. With violence comes with drugs and violence come theft and, and right. not just retail theft, but also crime, armed robberies, carjackings. These are all things that are up in our area of Seattle. Yeah, yeah that's and so good. working in that environment is very very dangerous for your. Not you for work there health. every day, right? I yeah, well, mean, yeah. Well, yeah, not, yeah, it's yeah. not just dangerous for mental health though. It's also dangerous for how you feel. Like how how are you how oh, are you like bad. the environment you're in? Looking over your shoulder trying to fix. If you're in shit. a dangerous situation all the time, you're going to be in a high level of anxiety. It's not good. I'm tired of. I'm tired of. You're like a prey animal, just like yeah. looking around. You know, like yeah. If you if you're a prey animal, like surrounded by you know predators all the time, you're going to be constantly stressed. And how do you not become a a sheepdog in the situation? How do you not want to protect yourself when you're at when you're in your place of employment? How do you protect yourself? How do you how do you just see something happening in front of you and, and pull out your phone and take a video of it like a coward instead mm-hmm. of either escaping this situation or intervening or calling for help? Right. It's 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 difficult for me to stomach the thought of if I didn't if I saw a guy get shot and just and didn't like chase him and and like bring him to the ground with like an arm drag and then and then like I pretty much trapped him there and said hey you're gonna bleed out stop moving and then the cops showed up and they were like hey man did you see did you see what happened I said go get me some dude go get me some fucking some first aid. Go get your first aid kit. I need a trauma kit. I don't have one on me. Right. I like. I. I all I had was a tourniquet, and dude, that tourniquet was in a different bag, and so I. I was kind of shit out of luck right there, and he was just gushing like. Mm-hmm. Here well, I he, am. He just oh, wanted to get away from like, the cops. Oh, I he suppose, and yeah. well, like the cops finally showed up. Like they showed up like twelve minutes later. Right. And he's. I'm trying to stop the blood. It's just pouring past my hands, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, just give me a first aid kit. The cop would not bring me his bag until I like pretty much cussed him out, and his partner showed up running with the bag thank god somebody did yeah and she was very helpful but the, the first guy that showed up was just horrible and i'm like dude like this guy's bleeding out and you're fucking, well, don't try to talk to me give, go get some shit yeah like are you that don't be fatigued emotionally where you don't don't have empathy anymore just give me the just give me the first aid kit let me do what i do and we'll figure it out but the, envi- the environment's just dangerous and this is one of the reasons why i take self-defense is why reason why I take first aid is running for reasons why I take training yes. and mentally hardening myself daily very very seriously because I'm you not do take be, that serious. I've, we've talked about that a lot. Like the idea of like, I just can't imagine wanting to be like useless, you know, like physically or I don't know, dude. It's like I just don't trust the people in charge enough. It's kind of weird because then maybe you become one of the people in charge basically because like you know what I mean. It's like. I don't know. I feel like there's like, I just would never be comfortable being just like a trust society guy where like, I have total faith in my leaders. Oh, They're going to do out. the right thing. And it's like, someone will show up when no, I No, I need to be capable because I don't trust these motherfuckers. You know, like, there's people that call 911 and no one shows up. That's horrible. Because they're too busy dealing with other things. That's a bad world. That's the problem about not having enough uh, law enforcement staffing. When, well, when I feel like we're we're running out of law enforcement and even probably military because when you see leaders make bad decisions over and over again, what incentive does it make you to like want to serve the country or want to get into a police job when you know they're just going to like use you or you know for something you don't even believe in, you know like we're, especially when you're involving yourself as a as a government, we're involving ourselves in in wars that aren't unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. 
So because you guys want, because you want to make money, you're going to send a bunch of poor people to die. So what incentive does that make me want to join the military then? If I see you doing things that, no, if I see you doing a justified thing, like our country needs help and you do the right thing, I will want to go sign up if I'm a younger guy. But if I see you doing things only for political gain, making money, getting involved in situations that we shouldn't because you want to get rich, what incentive do I have to be a guy? Because now I'm not protecting my country. I'm just like being your fucking puppet, puppet basically, because you want to like make money in military industrial complex. And, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like that's what's making the it harder to get people in the military. And and it's a lot. A lot of my friends feel the same way. But we live in a country where you still want to believe in this country. So I could see where people do want to go serve the country, but we need better leaders so that I feel comfortable wanting to do that, right? Like that's a, that's the cool thing about about our country, man. The government can be complete dog shit or, or horse ass. Yeah. And and the country is still great because of us. Yes. The yes. people who are in it. I think it's great that we have people. We can go up and down the street. If we if we knocked on every door, we'd see a different color skin, right. and a different person, a different race, religion, or creed, or whatever, sexuality, all these things around and the us. People, and that's what makes this beautiful to be in America. The American flag doesn't just represent uh, old-ass Joe Biden in office or Trouble still skin in office or yeah. man bad. It doesn't represent that. It represents us, our neighbors. I do love it that, yeah. It represents the gym. It represents... The freaking bars represents rock music, you know. Like when there's that there's this video that's going viral right now where where Donald J Trump said, uh, "I just wanted to come out and tell you that America is the best place on the planet." And then it's all the things. It's Martin Luther King speaking. It's yeah, yeah. people marching in the streets for for equal rights. It's people, you know. The, the but air, that is true. Right? I'm like, God, dude. It's that was it's, a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that video because so, it's true. Like, well, I love what you said because you just like said such an inclusive of everybody that is america all of us all the people that hate each other it's all of us you know what i mean like and not many people are like thinking like that anymore it's always so us versus them us because we're not taught about the about what makes america great what makes america a great place is the people that are here not its policies not its border security not not the lack of it not not um, the, the the complexities of gender studies. Right. That's not what it makes America great. What makes America great is the people in it, not the government, not the community right. servants even, mm-hmm. not the people who protect it, the people here. Because when the people leave the military, they're just one of us again. Right. And, and when people, before they sign up the military, they're just like us. When people before and after being cops, firefighters, EMT, um, hospital staff, 911 operators, all these people who are in the first response and last response are military. Mm-hmm. Those people, they're yeah. us. They're us. The people who have been politicians their whole life, they don't know what it's like to be us. The Hollywood actors, people who act they for just a living. lose touch, who are like, dude. You need, hey, I'm, I'm the rock and I'm here to tell you, you need to vote for this person and I'm endorsing them. You don't know what it's like to be me. Yeah. I don't care how many videos you do with somebody who's poor and you gift them a great, and that's great that you did some charity work, man. Mm-hmm. Not taking away from it at all. Not saying you're a bad person. But you don't know what it's like to be me. It, you know who does? The average individual like us. Right, right, who right. Has these conver- who just yep. talks to, yep. hey, neighbor, how you doing? Man, my wife just died, and I don't know how I'm going to raise these kids. Ooh, yeah, that's right. That's, that's, a, that's a real situation out here. Just like the, the people, you're right. It's like that is what America is, people. And like you are saying earlier, 
the idea of us connecting again more, you know, but that's like, I don't know. I feel like everything is almost like trying to make us not connect. Yes. Well, this the is dating the apps, the that. internet, the uh, divisive media news, like, like when you say that, like it's cool because you kind of like, I think that's what you're one thing you're good at, Eddie is like, you kind of ruin a lot of people's like shitty stereotypes. Cause like you're a guy that's super second amendment, right? You, you're like, I mean, some people might say, like, oh, Eddie's a gun nut, right? Like, something like that. I would like say that. a gun nut. I'm a gun guy. I have, I have, or a gun I have, guy. Say that. But so with that comes all these stereotypes. I'm a gun nut. I'd have a lot more guns, baby. No, I know. I know. <laughs> but I'm saying this is, like, people's perceptions, right? Oh, okay. So, yes. like, people lump people in these things. And, like, you just ruin that because you just say, like, I think our country's everybody. It's every color, ethnicity, LGBTQ, every. Yes. Like, that just ruins their stereotype of, like, right-wing gun nut hates everybody. You know, like. Well, it's because I'm a well. I think everybody should look at. I think people don't get it. There's like people don't get it. Do they don't because they don't care. You people care think Iowa is like a bunch of rednecks too, and it's like no, that's not it. They're actually very pragmatic. You know what I mean? Like people have such a stereotype of like rednecks or people that are like Second Amendment, pro Second Amendment. It's like it's not. It's just not that. I'll it's not what, what they think. If, yeah. If people got out of their comfort zone more right. and had talks like this, if people came on your podcast and and just shared ideas with you without being worked. Right. Like, I don't, I have no fear of being canceled. I've already been, my family, my house has been doxxed in 2020. Right. For asking a question. And I've, I've been doxxed and I got threatened. I got chased down by Antifa. Like I had a bunch of weird shit happening. Right. I'm not, I don't have anything to fear. I, I've been, I've been canceled. I've been told, I've been having my videos pulled off of YouTube for yeah. talking about suicide and preventing uh, no suicide shit, of my, of they my got friend. literally taken off. Yeah, for talking about me stopping my friend commit, from committing suicide on one of my podcasts, they got flagged and taken down. I, I'm not worried about being silenced. I'm my biggest. I don't I have no fear of any of that stuff. And and when we look at each other and have conversations, mm-hmm. break down these walls that divide us and remove the bullshit ideology that says. I can't get along with this person because they of for Biden or Trump or, or they're right. for abortion or against abortion. You know, if we get rid of all these things and, and we just remember that no matter what, we're human beings and we should not be left-wing, right-wing, Repub- I, I will never, ever say I'm a Republican or a Democrat. I'm a, I'm a, a political moderate who yeah. cares about my neighbors. Right. I, want, I, have, I have neighbors that are gay as fuck. I have mm-hmm. neighbors that are straight as fuck. I have neighbors that smoke weed, that hate weed. I have neighbors yeah. that... I have neighbors that were in the military. I have neighbors that are illegal immigrants. I have a bunch of crazy things. Right. And you know what's beautiful about all that? Right. Is that there's one flag in this country that represents all of us. We don't need to reinvent the wheel here. Mm-hmm. We have a flag, red, white, and blue, that represents. Now, was the country fucked up when it first started and there was slavery and all that? Absolutely. And I'm not yeah. saying it wasn't. But the, the 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 Constitution and the Bill of Rights and all these amendments that we've added and, and the work we've done as a society that's actually been progressive, not just saying progressive for the sake of it, but mm-hmm. actually been progressive, that foundation is for us right now to build off of. Right. Not for the past. Not f- to make America... Yeah, let's gr- make it better. To like, make America a better place. It to ha- build back better or us. make America great again. Either yeah, one. Those, it, those statements are, are trash. Yeah. We, do, we do it with, with what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who we are. People elect. talking to people, right? People talking to people, yeah. man. And that's where we need to be in. Man, I There's think you're so There's something so beautiful right. about it. Yeah. Some, it's, it really is beautiful because in another country, if you try to, to have a town hall meeting, the cartel's going to fucking fillet your family. Oh, yeah. That's like, yeah, we that's, don't have that's that. That's scary. That's scary, thing. dude. I'm thankful we don't have to worry about them. There's a lot of countries where, like, yeah, if you, I mean, you have to do this stuff under the guy, like, hidden, you know, like, it's it's like how it used to be with, like, 
I'm sure it used to be like that here too with certain things before they, you know. I'd say it's cool that we've actually made the progress we have. Like, like I, I still consider myself progressive too, but just like in a different way. Like, like progressive means actually progressive, actually not pretending like not, you said. Not just yeah, saying yeah. the word progressive for the sake of it. Because a lot of stuff that I would say like they think is progressive is kind of actually um, – it's, it's a retarded to going, how we live. Going opposite, actually de- like breaking us down. There's even. nothing yeah. progressive about legalizing the use of fentanyl or heroin or meth on our streets in front of women and children trying to pass by and having to use different agencies and nonprofits to supply Narcan to those individuals while they're overdosing because they were exposed to it on the streets of what's supposed to be the greatest city in Washington state. That is not Did it. you just see that um, that that uh, you're speaking a little about country music that that guy his name is Jelly Roll? Dude he went and spoke to uh, Congress, was it? Like, I saved it in my phone to watch on YouTube downloads. I which I is kind of cool because he's not political, but he's like, this is a thing that means a lot to me. I've seen a lot of friends die of fentanyl. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't That's know, That's what dude. we need. He's that a is real what, guy. He's what we need. He's real. He's a real guy. We need real Dude, people. when he, like, he just blew up, and, like, it's from him being real his whole life, you know? Like, when you see a guy like that actually get famous, like, it's like, wow, that's, he deserves it. We got a real chance here. That's a real motherfucker. But like, his song "Save Me" still it resonates pretty. Dude, heavily that song is heavy, and I don't mean heavy like metal. I mean heavy like emotionally heavy. I like, like heavy metal too, but yeah, it's definitely. You know what I'm heavy. saying, yeah, dude? Yeah. It's heavy, like emotionally heavy. It's like to be that honest, to be like I'm in a spot where I hate myself. You know, <sighs> I've been there, dude. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm the I'm the first one to admit. There's been times where I was I thought I was the most despicable piece of shit, and then. Mm-hmm. And then I just realized I just needed perspective and purpose. The two P's, right. yeah. those are very powerful things. To, I, I wish if I ever wrote a book, I would make sure to talk about the importance of them. Perspective. Understood. You should someday Understood. write a book, dude. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. You, you, you know, it's funny. I think uh, I can't remember who I was listening to, but they were like talking about their story. And someone was like, you should write a book. And he's like, really? Like, I'm not, you know, you don't think you're interesting. I don't know. I think people don't realize if they're interesting or not. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna save that thought. Yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna talk about it with my with some with my, my good friend group and yeah. You know, I appreciate you bringing that up, man. But if you never know, dude. My, one of my friends know. at the uh, a trainer at the gym, he wrote a book and he had a really fucked up childhood. Um, and then he was in the army. He got in a tank accident and had to retire. And he's the one that has like. Uh, uh, frostbite and everything and I think he finally the VA is finally like uh, giving him some compensation Good. like it took him a long time to be able to like present his case you know and so I'm happy for that dude because he he's, he works every day I mean he's he's a hard worker and he's you can tell he's in physical pain like he walks like crippled you know like Damn. and it's like if there's anybody that actually is not full of shit and deserves to you know get compensation I think this guy's one of them. You know, there's probably a lot of people like that out there. There are. There yeah, are. Yeah. And, and the, you know, there's a lot of organizations that, that do great work in, in our state specifically. Right. Got, um, they're all a part of the PNW Vets group, man. And it's like people like Nine, Nine Line. Um, I, could, I can just go on. Like, I, could, I could write you a list, dude. There's right. a bunch of great organizations. And I've had a few of my podcasts. And it's overwhelming for me to hear that you can go to a, a retreat if you have severe PTSD and come back feeling like you don't need to murder yourself mm-hmm. and remove yourself from life be, and, and not to be ashamed of what you did because right. you were doing your duty. And it, you got we got to come to peace with it. We just need to be comfortable being a warrior. And it's called like warrior path. That's the most beautiful thing out there. But 
purpose and what purpose, was the other p purpose and oh god you just my said brain, it. my brain just disappeared it's uh, all good yeah, just, yeah. Uh, but but like the idea of purpose itself is purpose so is huge i think it, it, people need purpose and like i think it would really sustain a lot of people that have nothing going you just find something find one reason a reason you all you need like, is a reason to live man i and go hard with that reason, like go all in, you know, like I, there's a, those DDP yoga things, Diamond Dallas Page, the pro wrestler who, um, he, uh, helps rehabilitate people like, you know, and for one guy that he had this guy that they spotlighted, he lost a ton of weight, but his purpose was like his dog. So something as simple as that, like he'd realized he had a problem when he couldn't get up to let his dog out to pee. And that was his like moment of like, oh my God, I'm a piece of shit. I can't even let my dog out. So then he realized I can't work out, but I can start in my bed. And so he had this DDP yoga shit where he can like do certain yoga poses from the bed first. So he would do that every day. Then it went from the bed, graduated to like the chair on the floor. You can lean on the chair and do, and then before long he's doing yoga without it. And then like, you know, at the end of it, he's like a different person. I mean, he's lost all this weight. He's healthy. You know, sadly, the dog passed away, but he had to keep going, you know, because dogs, you know, we have different lifespan. And, um, you know, at the end, they gave him this uh, a painting of the dog. So that was kind of dope. Dude, you know? that's but so like, beautiful, man. I don't know. He puts these video packages together of some success stories that will just like every time you watch them, they just make you cry. You know, <sighs> those are my favorite. I love and I'm like so cheesy. I'm like, damn, that makes me feel good, though. Yeah, yeah. I think. We as human beings, we do need inspiration. And yeah. I'm so, all about cheesy shit. Oh, yeah. Well, That's kind of what I was saying earlier when I was uh, – earlier I started this point about like, you know, like went and saw my family. They gave me strength to be able to like not worry about getting canceled, say what I actually believe. Um, and one of the things is I realized as I got older is like I'm like all about cheesy shit. Like like hearty, emotional, like, like the stuff that – I think we got so like um, – I don't know, just like – you know, the 90, like, we got so cynical as a society where, like, anything, like, if we say, like, hey, you know, building community is good for you, like, someone be like, oh, yeah, hang out with my neighbors, that's so lame, you know, like, it's like, no, that's cool, like, you know what I mean, like, people are so cynical that, like, anything good for you or healthy that it kind of gets to be, like, it's a joke, you know what I mean, people, and I think we're moving past that now. Yeah, I think we are, you know, we got, we got the slopes of society, right? You the, right. You the, oh, everyone wants to be together, and then people get people get very negative. And negative negativity is a very yeah. very dangerous thing. I, I have to surround myself with people who are way more positive than me for me to remain positive. Because um, you know, unfortunately, I've had a lot of traumatic experiences in life, and for me to put to me to consciously move forward, I have to. And, and to me to be, be the best version of myself, I need people better than me around me in my circle. I cannot have people weigh me down. I can't have people making horrible decisions yeah. because it will help me lower my standards for myself. I if know. They have low standards and they're around me. And that's not because I can't fuck with them, but I, I'm demanding better for myself. Well, it's kind of like, you, yeah, like you start getting too much of that cynical stuff. You're like, I just can't be around that because I don't want to believe like that anymore. And my, you know, and my like, wife lets me know when I'm being very negative too and, well, I get there too, especially when it comes to like this, like the government and shit we're talking about. I get super cynical well, about. For for people, it, it's very easy to look at the government and be like, oh, well, they just suck, and I'm just gonna ignore it. 
but for people like it's hard for me to just ignore it because I can't just ignore it. It's my it this anymore. is like yeah. this is sculpting my life. Like when it is when I feel like we should be somewhat in, invested in it. Like know? how I protect my family with my firearms. Yeah. Because I've had deadly force right. encounters. I can like speak this truth. Like I've had the deadly force encounters. I've had the person trying to break down my fucking door to my house when, yep. when my You told that story on here like, once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These things, they're real. Mm-hmm. If she didn't have the right to def- defend herself. And yeah. now she's a villain for keeping for, for stopping somebody breaking down the door. No, we do not want that. Like, are you kidding me? Like, no, that's not. We yeah, need, yeah. And 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 I'm, you best believe we don't the, want that narrative to become the normal narrative. That's not, the, that's no. not a good thing. People and that no one should dictate how you and your family protect yourselves. As long as it's in that light of protecting. If yes. you're out there senselessly murdering people, that's already well, a crime. Clearly, we don't no, need more no, laws. No, no. Yeah, yeah. We don't need no more laws to stop that. It's not going to help us. Yeah. Like just the murder is murder is against the law. We can't stop people from murdering by just saying, okay, well, hey, listen, if you're following the law and purchasing these parts legally, yeah, um, can't do that anymore. Fuck off. Right. It, it's not going to help. It's not. How, how is that going to help? No, but self-defense is a good thing. Yes, self-defense, and that's why- 100%. Like, Jiu-Jitsu is a very serious thing I take extremely seriously because- Yeah, how is that going right now? Oh, boy. Dude, I see you posted all the time about it, so it looks pretty cool. I never thought- that I would ever pay money to get beat up. But yeah, <laughs> just rolling with bigger dudes than you, bigger just dudes. getting beat up. Well, also, the people that are smaller than me. But are better. Way better, more skills. Man, yep, I've dealt with that before. That's crazy. God, man, it's my face right now is it's completely raw. I'm covered in bruises oh, all shit. the time. I actually kind of see that now. Yeah, uh, here, dude. Like, no I'm, way. I'm, I didn't even notice that at first, but now you say it, I see the little puffiness by the eyes and yeah. stuff. It's like seven, That's what I, that shit does to you, dude. It's a seven days, a, seven classes a week. I try to average, which that's is, impressive, man. It's, it's quite a bit more than most people. Yeah, but I don't have any wrestling background or right. ju- or grappling background. So you're trying to play catch up, basically. So I just want to flatten the, the curve. You yeah, know what I'm saying six days to stop the spread or whatever. Flatten so the curve, se- bro. Seven yeah. seven classes to stop the spread for me and get the jab. Yeah, I really want to <laughs> get the jab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm really focusing on self improvement in that in that category because when you show up to something like jujitsu, mm-hmm. you can't show up and be egotistical. So I approached it with a glass completely empty mentality. Right. And there's been a lot of great people who have helped me on my journey. I just want to give a shout out to them. Coach Alfie, uh, Mr. Crampon, Coach Dreyer, Coach Kyle, Coach Jeff, um, Mr. Mrs. Pearson as well, uh, Jenny, uh, Coach Faye, and Coach Daffron as well. Right. Jiu-Jitsu. He's all, all these great people there. Thomas Harping is, you know, he's got a fight coming up next week. All these great people have really drove me forward in my journey with, not just with, uh, dragging my ass across the mats and wiping me, with, wiping my face across the mat and beating and fucking me up, yeah. but also telling me constant criticism with the intent of it of me and Improving taking it seriously. You. They wouldn't waste their breath if they knew I didn't care, and they wouldn't allow me the space to to practice with people who right. are. Who've been practicing much further than me, and I'm I'm extremely athletic. That does not mean that I'm skilled. So I could be. So you're able to humble yourself enough to be like, I know I'm not skilled in this, so I'm gonna listen to these people. Yes, and also I don't want to be spazzy too. So I try not. I try to use because athleticism, learning movement, and I'm trying not to be too movie. But I'm trying to find that happy balance between being athletic, being muscular, and then using that muscle and that strength, and lowering the intensity to use it as skill. Right. It's, It's. really hard for me man because Because sometimes if you actually do have those skills i mean sorry you do have those gifts of like muscular athletic you might not be able to learn the skill as well because you're like just depending on those things to let you overpower people where 
you actually need to learn the skill itself. So that could be hard. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, and it's definitely my journey has been increased, like completely uphill. And not not I'm feeling sorry for myself, but it's been uphill because um, because I'm training so much and I'm learning and I'm gaining uh, skills and knowledge. Mm-hmm. But it's it's for me. I feel. Uh, I have the white belt for life mentality. I don't want to ever yep. to to ever learn something new and not think that my and think that my glass is full. Dude, the minute you start thinking you're the shit is the time you get taken down. There's always a bigger fish. I yeah, you never want to feel like that, man. There's a guy I that's mean, like five two. And confidence is good, <laughs> but like you get in that. That's how you get in that zone where like someone's gonna take you down because you were just resting on your laurels you're thinking like oh i have all my shit together oh it's wild it's like i feel like i always want to never think i have my shit together i always want to be trying to get better and there's kids there too so right so you'll have a kid that's been training for like nine years yeah and they they might have like literally half my body weight but all the skill in the world and they'll um and they'll show up at the adult class to to try to like Please, like, shit! I just got beat by like, a Damn kid. Damn it! No, I'll, I'll be like, okay, yeah. All right, I got to be really, really skilled here and really focused on my basics, and hopefully, yeah. I don't get destroyed. I need to try some unconventional things, and that's that's been my approach so far. No, that's good, dude. You got it. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny, man. That's good. So good for you, though. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu. Well, there's so many great teachers there, and mm-hmm. a lot of them are um, part of the the training team for defensive tactics for this uh, for the police right. in, in, our, in our area. So they're actually. Not just doing great things on the mats, but off the mats. I always think that's a great thing for police. Yeah. To learn, you know what I mean? Shit. More tools to not shoot people when you mm. when you're when you're uh, in a situation that where you're just fearful. Right. And, and more controlling force where you don't have to use tasers and OC spray. Right. Because the last thing you want is a, a police officer that doesn't feel competent, doesn't feel capable, because then they're going to get scared and do something. Maybe you know what I mean? Like Fear that will could happen. You. Fear will cripple your decision. Make a bad skills, decision. Yep, yep. And you want to use certain deadly force as a last, last option, you know? So, like, you don't want scared police officers. You want capable, well-trained, very measured police officers, right? Unfortunately, I mean, when we defund our police forces... That was the dumbest thing the the, the the most yeah. uh, most common area it takes away is with training. And, mm-hmm. dude... Once a month is not good enough for to show up to jujitsu and learn some skills while no. you're in your while you're in your gear. Yeah. Um, weapon retention, um, learning how to stop somebody from fighting you without punching them or elbowing them in the face a bunch of times and knocking them unconscious. Excuse me. Because striking somebody can can uh, you know we've seen it with that boxer who got hit in the back of the head and now he's in a Ooh. wheelchair can't move. That's rough. Himself. You, you see a know. young healthy athlete and then all of a sudden they're like crippled. That's I, I saw that. That's sad. It's so sad. Um, all right, next, Eddie, I was going to ask you, what do you think about, um, like, what do you think 2024 is going to be like? What do you oh, think? Oh, boy. The, uh, so, like, I listen to a Patrick Bet David podcast all the time. He calls it the year of chaos, you know? So, it's like, I can see that. I think it is going to be a chaotic year. But he has this other saying to go with it that says, um, uh, it's a really positive saying. I can't remember what it is right now. But, like, anyway, so he's like, it's the year of chaos, but we're going to be positive. And I feel like it is going to be a really good year for some reason. This is going to be a, a phenomenal year, not just because, you know, our if, 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 praying to God everything goes right. Uh, I, I get to hold uh, a future child so in, that's in August. Huge, yeah. But not just that, it's going to be a tremendous year because right now it's it's a chance for change. I think so too. The past little bit, we've had people who who have been running for office, who have done nothing but push the same policies that are damaging us. If we as a society 
on every single level. Do not say, hey, I don't want to vote for the same thing and I'm not just going to vote for something else just because we don't want the same thing. I want mm -hmm. to speak to my representatives. I want them to know what we actually want, right. not what the loudest person screaming with a sign and, and burning and spray painting shit on the wall says. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't. The loudest screamer is usually the person who people, politicians uh, cater to. We need mm -hmm. to make noise properly by holding town hall meetings, by conversing with our friends, by signing um, signing. Uh, more local petitions, stuff. Petitions. We, yeah, need to, yeah. we need to get organized mm -hmm. and not in a violent way to overthrow the government, but no. get organized in a way to create a government that serves and caters to the people. people. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I don't like what you believe in and you don't like what I believe in, but can we, can we find some common ground? Do you think that kids matter? Okay, well, wow. Right. We, do you think education around. matters? You think, There's a common you think, ground. Do you think problem. our school system is horribly flawed? And that the Department of Education at a federal level has done more harm than good lately to to hurt our to, to damage our schooling. Absolutely. Yeah. So if okay. you can find common ground, yeah. Why are our test scores getting worse? Why are we making it easier to fail in school and setting our kid telling our kids that when you grow up you can fail and still make it? You can't. You actually can't. Yeah, that's need, not helping. You them. need to run it. Well, that goes back to the coddling. Coddling doesn't actually help people. Yeah. yeah. So so twenty twenty four, I would say it's going to be a very complex positive year it's going to be exactly what we make it as mm -hmm. a society if yeah. we if we do the same shit that happened in 2020 just burn the bitch down um and, and be negative and, right. and be have conflict between neighbors and between friends right. because of our beliefs instead of having conversations and finding common ground it's going to be exactly worse than 2020 so that's what the saying was on that patrick but david podcast was the future looks bright so I like this. So you're saying it's going to be a chaotic year, but we have to say this. The future looks bright. So, Because, you know, people, they want us to think it's going to be a chaotic year, fighting between the parties, World War Three, all these war. Like, But if you fight back, like you said, with positivity, more connection than separation, um, finding that common ground and stuff, that's how we could, like, make it a better, you know what I mean? Like, also focusing on ourselves, too. Like, and how can I be a better person? You know, like, because that actually leads to you know influencing other people and you know if you they always say like start with yourself right if yes. you want to save the world start with yourself be like, the hero in your own story we can yeah, all do it yeah and that's tough but you can you can do it you know like yeah that 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 what you just said right there gives me a lot of hope and and also faith it reminds me that you know hope is a hope is a person that looks at fire and like oh i don't know i might and they walk around but faith walks right through that shit and right it, it reinvokes faith in in me that we can create our own story and mm -hmm. having the conversations, but more than just having the conversations, going outside of this conversation mm -hmm. and having other ones with other people. The, every single conversation I've had about politics and stuff like that in the, in the, and what we can do to better our, our society has been great. I've had, I, I can't even name how many conversations I've had with people who are extremely liberal and extremely conservative yes. about how we find common ground and reminding them that it's not up for them to dictate how other people live life. It's pathetic to think that we can dictate how other people view things, but we right. can find common ground. And it starts with civil conversation. Mm -hmm. We don't need to argue with each other. The truth doesn't get mad. Remembering these small things can create a better society for our children. And also, we need to stop removing rights of individuals. Instead, instead, mm -hmm. we need to stop removing rights of individuals. If yeah. we are not a good move. It's not a good move. We need to there's nothing about life that says you should not be able to protect yourself. It's an unalien unalienable right. 
yeah. to of self defense. Also, to to help. Well, I'm with you on that one. I don't I don't see that going that, in a, a, crazy a good idea. place at all. No, it's it's a really bad idea. Also, for us to sit over the past eight years and say the government's bad, the government's bad, the government's bad, and then to say yeah, they're the only ones should have guns. That's a fucking stupid idea. And I'm not I think saying, that's one of the dumbest ideas you're ever. Not, you're not stupid for believing it because it, yeah. it sounds really good when we say it's about the kids. The kids, it the kids sounds, are not going to be able to protect themselves from a, a, from any from any oppressive force, whether it's a criminal entity or whether something bad happens. Right. If they don't have the ability to own firearms, and you in a gunfight, you may just need more than ten rounds. I'm just going to put that out there. I guess it sounds good if you don't consider yourself a fully capable, fully formed person that should have the same rights as the people who are in power of you. If you just want to be led, if you just want to be somebody's basically. I mean, cattle, then yeah, that's what I, you know, I don't, I just like, to me, that's such a, the idea that these people in power are way better than us and should have rights that we don't also have, to me is the biggest, like, no, 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 no. How I often present it to you my You know friends, what I mean? Like, yes. no, we do not want to go there. At all. No. How I present it to my friends usually is this, and it's really short and simple. Every single day, the people who are paid by our taxpayer dollars are protected by government entities, security, federal police, um, state level agencies, and police forces, and they can and they do use it in situations just like the Chicago right. mayor to protect their own um, interests and themselves. Why would you let them strip you of yours ways to protect yourself? Right, or if I'm a rich like actor, I could hire security to watch my house, you know, or like. So it's kind of like shows that how out of touch they are too. Yes. Well, what about the poor people? What about us? What about yeah? They no can't protect their fucking houses too. No, I need. I I voted this. You know, it's like ah, not to get too into that shit, but yeah, that stuff drives me nuts. Like we we have to start thinking about what's good for all of us. Yes. To make twenty four a great year, we have to look at what's good for all of us and talk about what's good for all of us instead mm -hmm. of thinking inward. And because my guns aren't going to just wake up and go shoot up a school. My guns are there just to keep my family safe, and and, and just, that's what I just it is. want that's what poor it is. poor people should have the same rights as elite and rich people yes. and actors and actresses, and that's where I feel like the disconnect is. It's like you're saying you want these rights lost for people because you know that you won't lose them. Yeah. So it's okay. So that means you're saying like, well, there's just peasants. They're underlings. They shouldn't have these rights. How can they have? They're not smart enough. They're not intelligent enough to have these rights that I do. Because I went to college and I'm better. And it's disgusting. It's that. I just hate that shit, shit, dude. Like, no. Like, everybody has the same rights. Uh -huh. You don't have to be a rich, elite fucking, you know. That's why it's weird. When, when you're not scared of something... You're so willing to take it away from somebody else because you know you won't lose it. I know that's right, man. I do not like that. And yeah, I don't like power grabs and, and yeah. We we have this 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 freedom thing. It's not it's not fragile. It's but it's it's sensitive. Yeah. It is very sensitive. Our freedom our freedom changes, and thankfully there are people out there who advocate for for firearm rights, especially for ladies. You know, there's never we talked about the things that ladies do to protect themselves. Mm -hmm. um, Firearms, firearms is just as important for. Yeah, you've been a big women. advocate of that, right? We need, we need everybody to be able to protect themselves, and mm -hmm. it, in a time like this, where it's been said that there is an uptick in violence against people who are gay, straight, trans, everybody, right? Right. Everybody should know that there's there are people out there who are advocating for you to to be able to protect your your, your firearms. It's not. I'm not talking about the NRA. I'm talking about actually people 
FPC, Firearm Policy Coalition. You can find them on Instagram, and they are actively working to sue this, sue any government entity that wants to take away your your right to self defense. Mm-hmm. And that's something I can get behind because you, we need we can't just sit here and just argue. Oh, we need to yeah, guns. Yeah, you know, guns are can be are useful tools, and practicing them is very important. But, well, yeah, seeing the other side too. Like, yeah, you don't want some society where it's like the old wild west where no. everybody's just fucking shooting each other which is why yeah yeah no safe responsible sober i cannot say sober enough when it comes to firearms sober yeah, don't moral, mix alcohol prudent um individuals like active self-protection is a great tool i use to learn more about self-defense uh-huh. um you know you can watch any, almost any police shooting that's ever been taken ever takes place on police activity on youtube and see the good shoots versus bad shoots and you can see how stressful these situations are and mm-hmm. ask yourself what would you do in a situation if they, if you weren't a cop and this violent individual just decided hey to, to take off of you and start busting caps at you um, randomly? You mm-hmm. know, just take take away the situation because it does happen. Carjackings do happen, and right. and cars are not necessarily a safe place. So think about your safety. Think about your family and returning to them is very important for me mm-hmm. to get home. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to safely and responsibly protect myself, my family, and my friends. Mm-hmm. It's not just like being a responsible gun owner doesn't mean I'm gonna let somebody next to me get carjacked. It ain't cool. I'm not just gonna stand there. Well, right. and I'm gonna step up. And it's great that we have people who are comfortable doing that because they practice being cool, calm, and collected in those situations. And jujitsu has definitely helped yeah. uh, me not be not be fearful in uncomfortable situations. It's hard to deal with getting smeared and smothered by somebody. How do I how do I get out from under this individual? It's right. It's a, it's up. It's a it's an uphill battle, but it's worth every second of, of practicing being a better person. Right. And that's what it's all about. Trying to just better. I don't know. Just get better, better. Like everything, like you said, spiritually, emotionally, physically. I don't know. I just feel like that's what life is about, you know, like, and I think that that comes with the level of, uh, having to be honest with yourself. That's the way we get better. People are so scared of like, like looking themselves in the mirror seeing the bad things about themselves and how do I deal with this and get better? You know? Oh, you know, that's right. So if you just keep putting it off, you never deal with it. You're just, you're not going to make any progress. And I don't know. Yeah. I feel that dude. That's a, I, yeah. So not to get too into that stuff, but like, yeah, I'm with you on that a hundred percent. Hell yeah, brother. Well, what, what do you, um, what's next for your future, for your goals this year? How do you think this uh, year's going to go? I think it's going to be a great year. I actually think 2024 is going to be good for us because i agree with you that i think there's been so much uh contention for so long that something it's gonna force some kind of change for the better i hope i think that you can't i think there's been such for the last like maybe five years there's been kind of a weird you know it's social media and i think it's kind of starting to come to a head and something's gonna happen i hope it's good um but i do think it's gonna be good and i think uh if we do the things you're talking about, like, um, you know, I, so I, I spent the last year building a personal training business and it's going really well now. Good for you, man. So that's kind of where I am right now. That's what I'm focused on. And then also I want to get the podcast back into that mix, you know, as part of it. Um, and just keep, it's kind of like you said, you're kind of like the people that you're around or who you're going to end up kind of like, so it's like, just keep like, going in that direction of like, and then not letting people drag you down. Like, I feel like there's a weird thing. Like you start going in a direction. There's going to be like, they say like a good test for your friends is like, uh, make a positive change in your life. 
and you'll see who is actually your friend. Because the friends who are actually your friends are they're going to be happy for you about it. Oh, yes. The ones who are not are going to want to bring you right back down to where you were. They're not going to like that you changed for the positive. Bottom feeders. That's how you know you got a not a good friend. You know, kind of like you said with that the dude, like a good friend is the one that comes up. You're drunk in a bar and they see you hitting on a girl, but you're married, uh, bro. Remember that that girl at home, your wife? Uh, let's get you out of here. You know, that's yeah. a good friend. And then maybe you're like, you know, oh, shit, what was I doing? You know, yes. like maybe it helps you. Like, yeah. You should feel shame. I mean, you shouldn't even be in that situation anyway, but I'm saying a good friend is the one that's going to help you get out of that. You 100%, know? Like, dude. So, but I do think 2024 is going to be an awesome year. And I don't know what's going to happen, but I just, I feel like if we stay on top of our shit, it's going to be a good year. Hell yeah. And and I feel like maybe it's the year of like more honesty and truth, yes. And getting away from the idea that that's bad somehow or that it hurts people's feelings. You know it, man. And I think like truth, it seems to me, is kind of like a superpower in a way because once you kind of do that, there's not much that anybody can do to you to like hurt you because it's like you you know what I mean. Like if you can kind of get the skeletons out and you you face them and like. Like you said, that dude on that podcast talking about that, maybe that was the worst thing he didn't you know, want people to know about, but now he's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Now there's really nothing anybody can do to you because you've already said the worst thing. You know, it's like, there's I don't so know. Much, there's so much power that comes with truth, my brother. And, and you're it's scary, like, though. Yeah, it is scary. Yeah, yeah. But we're in the age of information, and it's like this is my last, my last nail in the coffin for, for any, any questions I had about how, how are we going to move forward? It's for sh- it's a for sure thing for me that we live in the age of information and the government can't lie to you. Your The, the news can't lie to you in the age of information. Right. The technology is moving at a, a, and we see things and we can watch the full video right there in front of us. It doesn't matter what the government says. We can see the oh, truth. Oh, yeah, right in front yeah. Of us. It's, that's, that's a good thing. I think it's, it. it's stopping corruption, basically. We, we, uh, I think... It's gonna and, and it's a lot harder to corrupt. It's it's harder to yeah, be corrupt. Yeah. It's and, harder to be corrupt because the minute you're lying, somebody's gonna be calling you out for lying. And I'm happy for it. I'm happy. For I it. am too. I like it. I think that's one good thing about social media. I think I'm starting to like, like I think social media sucks and it's evil, but I'm also there's so many good positives about it if you use it the right way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but yeah, I do think it's gonna be a good year and. I mean, shit, yeah, dude. You got a whole, you got a baby coming, and it's gonna be fun, dude. I think it'll if we just keep uh, telling the truth, keep working on ourselves, trying to be better. I think the future is gonna be bright. Hell yeah, man! And I, and I, I definitely agree, dude. And yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. All right, man. I think that might be a good spot to uh, call this one good. Is Absolutely, there anything else dude. you want to talk about before we? Sign well, I, on. Absolutely. I just want to always make sure I do this. I cannot give uh, a shout out. Yep. Say say it enough. I want to thank each and every one of the men and women serving this United States, um, in in the military, in in the law enforcement community, all the good ones out there, all the good good firefighters out there, the great EMTs, and the the nine one one operators, and to each and every person who is actually listening to this, because you know every day you wake up and choose life and choose to live is a positive thing and. And having human connectivity, even if it's through listening to a podcast, is extremely important. We we yearn for that connection, and we yearn to live. And uh, and if you're ever thinking about removing yourself from that equation that makes that makes uh this this human connectivity possible, please don't, man. It, um, talk to somebody, and don't don't choose to just drink your problems away. Don't choose to end your life quick because there's going to be people that miss you. And um, 
it, I can't say the, the pain that it, it leaves people with when you pass it. Please don't pass the pain and, and choose life, your children, your, your family, people around you, your mother, sister, cousin, sister, auntie, the neighbor down the street who just waves to you every time when you're smoking a cigarette outside, they're, they're going to miss you and, and we are going to miss you. And you can always reach out to me or somebody else around you. You don't have to really know us very well to care for us to care. And um, if you were on the on a bridge, someone's going to stop and check on you. So please don't um, end up end up removing yourself from this world because your life has value and life is not the same without without you here. And um, to my friends who ended their life last year, I wish you were still here and um, you're you're missed. And for those struggling with mental health, don't give up. You're worth it. Your life is worth it. And if if anything, just focus on getting to the next. The next day, just get it. Start with getting up out of bed and, and keep progressing from there. Your 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 dreams are waiting for you to, to to sprint towards them. So don't stop running. I like that, man. I like that. I really like even just like the the neighbor smoking the cigarette thing, because you never know like how much like joy maybe you bring just a small little bit to like. I think it goes back to your community thing. Get with people. People care about people, dude. Yes. Like. We take it all for granted, but like if you're open to other people, they'll be open to you, you know. So I think that's good message for everybody. And uh, Eddie, I thank you so much. Uh, you're helping me basically get the podcast back off the ground after this lull. We're rocking. You know, I started personal training, so I had to uh, put a lot of time and effort into that business. But now it's time to get this rolling. And you're always one of my favorites, so I really appreciate you being here. And uh, congratulations on uh you're soon to be being a father and uh let's wrap it up man appreciate awesome. you thank you and thank you everybody for listening and we will see you next time let's love y'all peace